Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. All systems go. Prepare to be astonished. You can't handle the truth. You should fully expect the unexpected. You are now tuned into the Boiler Room with your hosts, Omar Figo Binu and Nathan Colasso. Well, well, well. We have a um, we have a special co-host with us today. But first off, I'm going to mark the others tardy because they're late. Um, Mark is late. Rafat, of course, is late. Uh, Junior is unsure if he's coming or not. Steve? Uh, he said he'll be here in about uh, five minutes. Okay, so he's going to be late, too. He's tardy also. Uh, Nathan is definitely tardy. He's going to be over a half hour late. So they're all tardy. If this was high school, they'd get marked with demerits and then probably get an in-school suspension for this shit. Anyways, uh, Steve is with us here, and we have a special guest co-host today, Yasmin. Hi, everyone. How are you? Welcome to the Boiler Room. Thank you. We thought it'd be fitting to get a woman's perspective on our uh, wonderful topic this evening, Omar. It's it's, uh, definitely going to be a a very interesting topic, uh, a um, a very, uh, I guess you might call it a taboo topic, since a lot of people don't want to openly talk about it or... Or you know, address it, or or even look, you know, look it in the eye, as, as the saying goes, right? But uh, before we get to it, how's everybody's week's been? Their week been? Busy. Yeah. All right. Busy, busy like a beaver. <laughs> Did you guys watch the interview uh, Sunday on 60 Minutes with the uh, with the bishop from Iraq? Uh, no, I didn't yeah. get a chance to see that. That was uh, very touching. Did you see it? Very heartfelt piece. Definitely. Um, Dacious cancer, we have to remove the cancer, was the famous quote there. And it seems like nobody's uh, participating the way they should be lately. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I feel like it just faded out at one point. Everyone was really involved, and then it just stopped. You know, uh, I, th- I think I, I can see that to an extent. But if you... It's funny because I was uh, I was actually having this conversation with Nathan a couple weeks ago and he was kind of feeling frustrated about the you know you like what you just pointed out it's like he's like you know not not enough people are doing things and everybody just kind of you know fell away and whatnot but um, if you really look at the great you know events in history it's really a group of a few people who who you know change and and shift and and you know may, work to to make the changes that you know, that go down in history and that, uh, you know, that, that do change things. So hopefully, um, you know, there are still those dedicated few. Um, and, and also, believe it or not, there are still a lot of people who do work behind the scenes who don't want to be out there and want to remain anonymous, too. Uh, they have a rally. I believe it's the 27th or the, at the U.N. in New York 
I looked through my phone. I can get the flyer out, but it's it's uh, supposed to be a, a big Assyrian Chaldean Syriac rally uh, in front of the council. Try to get some stuff going as far as uh, awareness and let them know the plight and the 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 severity of the of the of the problems and you know ask for help whether it be militarily or anything that uh, could give them some hope out there because it's really really getting bad and and. Summer's coming, and bombs are going to be flying like uh, never before. So you need to figure out what the hell's going on. We're going we're gonna to get back into this topic, uh, actually, in, in the second segment. So, um, you know, for now, let's, let's, uh, let's get to what we're uh, going to talk about now is uh, adultery within the community. Um, you know, like divorce, you know, uh, I believe that adultery has been on the rise. Uh, I have talked to uh, uh, several authorities um, who work, you know, closely in the community with, with you know, uh, married couples, and, and you know, they, they know firsthand of, of what's going on. And so, you know, I, I've gotten some, some interesting feedback regarding uh, adultery. Um, I personally believe, you know, we, we know it's it's been there since the beginning of time. I mean, in the Bible, you know, you had Jesus talking to an adulterous woman. But um, has it risen? I, I believe it has, you know, for several reasons, which, which we can definitely uh, get into. Just like divorce is, is rising and has risen within the community, um, I believe adultery has risen. And the other thing we that I want to look at is, um, are women doing it as much as men, if not more, these days? So... Um, honestly, I feel like nowadays it's, it's equal, especially with all of the social media. Um, it has become so easy for someone to commit adultery with Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, um, the list goes on. I just feel like whether it's women or men, they don't care anymore. If someone is married, it doesn't stop anyone anymore. They just continue. Like if single women are hitting on married men and vice versa. That's very true. And um, it makes it easy to do with, you know, Facebook. Just message someone really quick. Hey, I haven't seen you in so long. Where have you been? Or I ran into you recently. Small conversation leads into larger conversations, and that leads into adultery. Into the bedroom. Right. (laughs) By the way, uh, Yasmin, you may not be familiar with the format of the show, but we pretty much – we pretty much speak our minds um, res- respectfully and courteously, but, uh, you know, anything goes on here. Um, so feel free to, to, you know, to speak your mind and, and don't hold back. But regarding what you said, uh, I talked to um, uh, Janan Sanawi earlier. I don't know if any either of you are familiar yeah. with her. And so obviously she works with, you know, she's a counselor at the diocese and she works with married couples. And she, that was one of the things that she exactly said right to the point is uh, is social media, you know, being a, a big problem uh, in terms of creating, you know, scenarios for, for adultery. It just makes it easier for couples to get involved or for people to get involved with others who they shouldn't be getting involved with. Right. It's temptation. And when... Um no matter how loyal a person is, I feel like if you're tempted to a certain point, you're going to do it. It's, if it's being thrown at you, you're going to take it at one point or another. Now, are we talking about cheating in general or just strictly in marriage? Well, 
we, we're talking. I mean, adultery is you know considered cheating between married people. Uh, but I mean, cheating, obviously in general, that's that's risen too. And I guess we could branch off into that, um, you know, eventually during the segment as well, because uh, it is part of the whole whole you know uh, scenario here. But Ra- Rafid just walked Ra- in. He went to the the bathroom. So. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be back. Um, also, I kind of wanted to add to that um, with. Married couples, a lot of times, nowadays, people are getting married for the wrong reasons. So they're getting married, and first of all, marriage is definitely not easy um, in the first place. And then they start realizing, hey, I did this for the wrong reasons, um, whatever it may be, and then they start looking elsewhere. That's that's definitely a great point, and uh, some more that goes along again the lines of of what Janan kind of told me earlier this week. Um, you know, it it the fact that the one thing is that there's lack of communication between couples, and then um, you know it, that could lead to emotional problems, and and so they might start looking elsewhere for emotional satisfaction, and that leads to you know to sex uh, and whatnot too. So that's that's the other thing. Right. And and I feel like with adultery it is about the sex. And we all know sex is, is something that's supposed to feel good. It doesn't come with all the emotions of a relationship. Right. So, so do you think some people are addicted to it? Oh yeah. I do. Mhm. I, I I believe a lot of people are addicted to it. <laughs> and I feel like those people that are addicted to it, like I said, they, they look for that and they're not getting the relationship emotions. And then when they fight with their, their wife or their girlfriend or fiance, they turn to someone else for that sexual satisfaction. Do you think that people like that really deep down are still searching for uh, emotional satisfaction or is it purely the sexual pleasure? I feel like um, sexual pleasure when it comes to men, and I think for women it's probably more emotional because those are the women that are not happy in their current situations. And whoever the man is that they're turning to is providing them with that, oh, it's okay, honey, sweetie, blah, 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 whatever the bullshit they're being fed, and then it turns into sex, and that sex to the women as well feels great. So, you know, it's one big circle well i mean it is uh one of the ten commandments right omar right oh yeah well of course thou shalt not shall not commit adultery i mean what's the other one not lust over another man's wife is that is fall in the same category or is it one of the commandments too maybe we could ask rafid about that i'm sure uh rafid uh will, will have a lot to to contribute to this conversation rafid here he is, Rafid. Get the food out of your hands and come on the mic. <laughs> so, uh, Rafid just walked in, folks. Rafid has up, entered guys? the building. What is happening? Rafid, how's it going? Good, good. Uh, what are we talking about today? What? Adultery. Oh, boy. Yes. Oh. How we feel about women and men committing adultery and I was just saying how people get married for the wrong reason at one point. Hi. And um, they start committing adultery, like young women, they get married just to get out of the house. 
or that marry a man because he's rich and financial problems happen. You know what, you're right on on that. I knew a friend of mine from a long time ago. How much did you pay him for your friend? <laughs> <laughs> long time ago, I said, when I was a good guy. When I was a good guy. Something like that. That's Mark joined us over there right now. What's up, y'all? <clears throat> What's hey, Mark. Mark. And his wife, her parents were so, so strict. She just wanted to get married just to get out of the house and live life, mm-hmm. if I may. And it's, I don't think it's working out pretty good right now. All right, so right. wait a minute. Give me a quick uh, update on what I missed in the 10 minutes. <laughs> adultery, adultery. We're talking about groupies. And groupies? that go after guitarists. Okay, Hendrix is the greatest guitar player. <laughs> Here we go with that. Why did I even open my mouth with this guy? So, Yasmin. Yasmin was just telling us, um, Mark, about. We're talking about adultery, and she was just talking about how um, one of the causes is that people are getting married for the wrong reasons. Yeah, it's definitely one of the causes. Don't you kind of think every case is unique? Because sometimes I'll hear, like, I'll hear a guy say, oh, uh, this guy's wife left him for no reason. But then you find out the guy was in the casino. No such a thing. (laughs) I hate when I hear that. I'm sorry to cut you off, Mark. You know what? I oh he's the best guy in the world and she just left him. I don't think so. I think there's a lot more to it. People yep. don't see always. Always, she just doesn't pick up one day and say, you know what? Oh, I don't feel like it. I'm done. Yeah. Right, and that goes back to our community as well. It's the women's always wrong. I'm sorry, but that's what it is. Not anymore. Before, yeah, but not anymore. Honestly, <laughs> before, but not now. before, not before. now. But it's okay. I mean, you know what? Call it what it is. Whoever's wrong, call them out on it. Well, yeah. what happens when women get it? Divorce nowadays is she cheated on him, and that's normally what ends up being said. Most of the time, 80% of the time, oh, she cheated on him. No matter what it is, even if she's seen with a man three months down the line, she was cheating on him the whole time. But is that usually that comes out from his side of the family? Of course. Of course, right? Just so, like he was perfect. Of course. <laughs> no, you know. When I was on the council at St. Thomas for four years, I used to encounter a lot of these people divorced. And then you get to see that, you know what, honestly, more, and I hate to say this, most of it, it is the man. It's not the woman. I mean, don't Why do you say own. that? I disagree. Let me tell you why I disagree. Almost. Listen, our people, I'm sorry to say this. I'll let you speak in a minute. Coming from the whole country in that Arab mentality, man dominant, uh, Ego, he does things, oh, because I don't want my friends to think this and that. Mm-hmm. So they start living a certain way, uh, whether it's, like Mark said, it's casinos, bars, hanging out with the guys, gambling, whatever it is. And then I had somebody like that. I'm not going to say where anything. Um, actually, one of the businesses we owned, the guy used to, every single night, he was out. And he would tell me, yeah, no, she has to accept that. That's how it is. That's how her own dad and brother, uh, you know, brought her up, brothers and, and dad. This is how it is. He would stay till 2, 3 in the morning, come home, nothing. But isn't that kind of a, like, I mean, isn't With it kind three, of a four kids. for not, why not to get divorced? I mean, let's face it. If you just, you know, there's there's really, like, no dominant person in the relationship. It's mutual respect. It's a simple form of mutual respect. And spend time together. It's not that complicated. I notice a lot of people don't spend enough time together. This person is either working all the time or this one goes out there by themselves all the time. But it's so key. Sometimes it's it's kind of weird. Not weird, but your relationship gets stronger in kind of the same way like with your kids when they're young. They really don't care what they're doing with you as long as they're with you. 
And that's mm-hmm. kind of like with your spouse, too. Like, it doesn't matter if you're just cruising around in the car, running errands together or whatever. You're spending time together. You're BSing. You're, it's just there's a bond that happens when you have enough right. time together compared to when you don't. But that's that's in a magical world that we live in or that we should be living in because, honestly, I agree with you 100%. If I'm in a relationship with someone, it's because I want to be able to do everything with that person, and I should feel that connection with that person. But I'm not even saying like smothering like all the yeah, time. Yeah, no. But you know, you have like, your own life. You both do. You know, hang out together, have right. a good time, do things, and just not you should want to. But uh, I still I still disagree that with Rafid that it's mostly the man. I'm gonna tell you why. I think a big a big contributor over over the re- in recent years, and yeah, I think this has definitely infiltrated the community is women's liberation. Women are more but out in there what now. Respect, Omar. What in liberation in what respect? Because there's different versions of liberation. Well, I mean, okay, Mark. When we were growing up in the '80s, our women didn't were not out in the workforce as much as they are now. They were not in college. They were not as independent as they are now. I mean, those those are bigger factors. Those are opening up doors for them, you know, to to fall into temptation. Let's put it that way. But isn't that a two-way street? Because Although they're in the workforce more because of the way society is now and because of the number of divorces, the woman also needs to be able to take care of herself just in case. I hate mm-hmm. to say it, but just she in case, it. you know, you don't want – she doesn't – a lot of times there's marriages where people would stay together because of infidelity because one felt like, wow, well, what am I going to do if I'm not with that person? Because mm-hmm. I don't have education. I don't have this, that. So if they get an education and have their own independence in a way, still be dependent but kind of have their own independence, mm-hmm. it gives them at least – Freedom and an option if something goes wrong down the You know, God forbid something goes wrong. You, you don't know what life throws at you. Right. Well, I, I agree with all that. Sorry, yes, me. No. But I agree with all that. But but And there's nothing wrong with women. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm totally for women being independent in our community because I think at the end of the day, by being independent, by being liberated, it gives them a, a, a stronger sense of who they are. Uh, it gives them more self-confidence, and it's great all around. All I was saying is that this liberation also, de- you know, detracts blame from the man as much as it used to in terms of uh, cheating and adultery. Well, kind of from a woman's perspective. Sure. Right. Um, you all have very, very valid points, but it all comes down to, at the end of the day, no woman, especially in our culture and our community, gets married to get a divorce. Bottom line. No woman that I know ever says, hey, I'm going to marry this guy and I plan on getting divorced in a couple of months. Big deal. No. We all get married because we look forward to it from the day that we're two, three years old and we know what a marriage is, walking around the house, pretending we're walking down the aisle with fake flowers in our hands. (laughs) I mean, that's what girls do. We look forward to getting married and, and having children and being pregnant. We look forward to these things where... Yes, at the same time, if we're unhappy in our marriage, it is much easier for us to go out and cheat and do what we need because we are out there working, we are going to college, we have more opportunities to do these things. Yes, you're right. But Where when back when then, you say opportunities, though, what do you mean by opportunities? Is it more because you're around other people constantly and other men and stuff and maybe you start to become attracted to somebody because you're – you're at school with them all the time or working. Is it that no. or what is it that would say, quote, if, unquote, opportunity? If you're unhappy for a mm-hmm. certain reason, like let's say you're in a horrible marriage and you're miserable, mm-hmm. right? And our our moms, 
let's say, for example, our grandparents would have stayed in that marriage regardless, Mm -hmm. no matter how miserable they are, no matter what their husbands did to them. They didn't have any other life besides what was in their homes. Mm -hmm. When us nowadays, all these younger women, younger generation, we're working, we're out, we're, we're in the field where there's more opportunity for us to feel comforted by a man, I'm sorry, um, being in school, for example, I might open up to someone and say, hey, you know, this guy's close to me, I see him every day in school, I end up telling him, well, my husband hit me. Well, what do you mean? Why would your husband hit you? He would think mm-hmm. I'm crazy. And I start to open, open up to him about these things. I yep. end up building a relationship with that man, not, ev- not even realizing what I just did. Mm-hmm. And by yeah. the way, we want to encourage our listeners to call in with experiences, stories, opinions, questions, 347-857-3847. That's 347-857-3847. Back to what you were saying? Yeah, uh, that's. I mean, that's why I say you have a valid point, and I mean, everyone else. That so it's, a t- it's it's kind of a double edged sword then, because mm-hmm. you want absolutely, you know, you want the woman to have her independence, but let's right. face it, when you know, if like you're saying, if you know she's having a rough time at home, and then all of a sudden they start to talk to somebody at school or right. at work, and then they start to gravitate towards that person. Mm-hmm. Things can go south, so it's kind right. of a double edged sword. But then that's where it comes back to relationships. I mean, mm-hmm. if I'm happy. Let's say I'm, I'm married and I'm with someone that I love and I'm happy. I would never feel like I needed anyone else's comfort because my husband is providing me with that comfort. My husband is providing me with everything that I need at home. Why would I need anything else from another man? Yeah, I mean, it just seems like it's such a complicated topic mm-hmm. because, once again, it could be it could be anything. I mean, look, I, I know. could just be a freak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that happens too. But I mean, it could be. Um, it, it's just like I said, a difficult topic because there's mm-hmm. guys that figure. It, there's some guys that have the old school mentality of, well, what, you know, who cares if I'm with other women? I got a. She's got a roof over her head and driving a Mercedes. Well, you know what? That's not right. what they care about. They could have stayed at their dad's house <laughs> if lived there and had a roof over their head, right? In a nice car and not wasted their time with you, you slug, you know, or right. It's and those are the women that feel the same way and they go out and find it from somewhere else and the, and they're finding it from men that don't have the things that their husbands can even offer them most no. of the time they're finding more of a man that can comfort them yeah i mean or one of those deals like if the husband's not paying attention to his wife and ever and then all of a sudden some other guy goes oh you're beautiful right. and they start paying attention mm-hmm. and boom you know next thing you know that's the women's perspective i think and for a man to cheat I just think it's just too easy. It's way too easy nowadays for a man to cheat. So they take the opportunity to do it. Yeah, and, and but and so going it depends on the man, you know. Because again, if you're happy at home, right? You know what? It's like, you know, if you're happy at home, it doesn't matter. You can be in a room full of naked women; nothing's going to happen. Yeah, you know, right. it's like exactly. I'm just, look. You don't. You say listen. I'm dead serious. If you're happy, I've been married 20 years. Thank God, I've had a great marriage. Just, but you don't think about that stuff if you're happy with stuff. But things, you see people get you know, complicated down the road. It seems like divorce turns out to be, it's not a thing that happened within a year or six months or whatever. It's like a progression. You know, I'm seeing more couples now that are married 25, 30 years and then call it quits. Like something graded on them for that long. You know what? It's in their DNA. It's easier for when men cheat. It's in their DNA, right? Trophy thing, you know. I gotta get her. Boom. 
Yeah, it takes a lot for a woman to cheat, but it's more of a relationship, falls in love with the other guy. That's why. So it's a little bit misleading. I don't know. Either way, if either one is cheating, obviously there's something missing in the relationship. Mm -hmm. Or then you find out later they haven't slept with each other for a year or two years or whatever. There's always something that's breaking that bond. It comes back to the relationship. Unless the person's a nympho. I mean, straight up. Yeah. Well, no. That, I mean, well, there's they're, always they're aberration, yeah. That's true, too. I mean, you know, I mean, they are out there. And so Quote, unquote, freak. What? I have a saying. If a man looks Guys. forward to coming home Robin. at night, that means it's I a Robin. happy place. But if he looks forward to leave and hang out and do what he's got to do, that means there's trouble. Yes. And if you're at peace at home, your your whole life is at peace because... You can work twenty hours a day. You don't even you don't feel it. But when things if things are bad at home, every hour is like ten mm-hmm. twenty hours. You know. <laughs> well, why is it only the man, Rafid? What about the woman? Well, I'm talking about when the man works, for example, and the woman is home with the children. It's just the same. Well, you know, Omar, it, it's because let's face it. In general, you know, what, through you know human history, it's the man usually is the one who mm-hmm. you know because it's a different. For a man, it's more of a, a physical... Like a, the man is a predator? No, the man is more of a, a physical kind of thing, where the woman hunter. is more emotional. and more like A guy's not hunter paying attention to her. Gather. A man is always a hunter, always looking for trophies. I want to always beat this and do that. And woman is a gatherer. It's more of emotion, like you said. Yep. It's out of the heart. Right. Oh, I want a happy home. You know, I always... I heard this on the radio, and I could... I never forgot it. If a husband goes through really rough time with business and that, mm-hmm. and usually the woman will stand by him and blah, blah. But if you come home and throw your socks all over the place, oh, you're done. <laughs> they throw a fit. Okay. So think about that. Usually they're gathers. They, they don't, they're not like us. They don't look at the big picture with the business and, and, and things like that. They I, I don't know about that, right? Happy I, home. I've dated, I've dated divorced women who, and I'm not, I'm not, I am not applying this to all divorced women. So, this is not a generalization. I'm just telling you that I have div- dated divorced women who seem to just want sex. So, oh, man, they, in they cases like that, that, aren't they? Aren't they the, the hunter? I feel like those women. Um, also, going back to our community, if that's you're talking about Chaldean women, yeah, they feel like they can't remarry, so might as well just. I guess. I think it's more of an aberration, Omar. I, I mean, I don't think that. I think there's way more of the men that'll be like that than the women. Like I said, because usually, again, it doesn't mean all because every case is unique. But right. most of the time with the women, it's based on emotion, and most of the time with men, it's based on like. But it's easier in- for a divorced man to get married than a woman than a lady oh absolutely the woman has like the uh the, the mark of doom on her right. if she's divorced you know right i totally agree with that you <laughs> um, know i i disagree with that a little bit i disagree I, too omar I, yes i'd say i'd say that's only the case if the, if the woman has kids but if not i think it's actually easier for the woman to get married than the man but if she has kids the man has kids and it's easier for him to get remarried brady bunch situation man it's so much easier for a man to get remarried nowadays, whether he has kids or not, if he's divorced, than the woman. It's so much easier. And then the other thing is, too, all the men that the lady is talking to are only looking for one thing once she says she's divorced. Because automatically they assume, hey, she's not sleeping. Yeah, they automatically assume she's promiscuous because, right. you know, she doesn't care anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I have a interesting quote here. 
People who marry for money over love usually end up cheating for love over money. Right. Agreed. What do you think? Pretty deep, eh? Well, we know that money's basically the, uh, the as we talked about in other shows, Omar, the the root of almost all evil. So if if you're anytime money is your master and not your slave, and that's what you're going for, you're going to run into difficulties, whether it's in your your love life or your business life or whatever. Anytime that's number one, it's going to be an issue. So yeah, it definitely inf- infiltrates right into marriage. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yes, me. That's why I also said um, women that marry for money um, are a lot that cheat because money comes and goes. I don't care how rich you are. I know some of the richest people that have hit rock bottom at one point in their life. It's if you're married to that person though, for love, you're going to stick by their side and help them build their empire back. If not, you're going to be out cheating on him. In fact, I actually believe that it's funny. I I think it's better when a couple marries when they don't have any money right. because then they build it together. They both work together. They save. They do everything. And when they finally get to a, a good spot, it's, it's a feeling of gratification that you work together to make this happen so you're even closer. Right. Yeah, it builds a bond that, you know, even when you do hit bottom again, you just you know how to build it back together because you did it the first time. In a way, I disagree, Mark. Just because two people don't have money doesn't mean they don't have the temptations. I've seen a lot of people don't have money. All of a sudden, they work hard. They see money, and boom. Next thing you know, they're abusing it, and all hell breaks loose. You're right. So you know what? It's what's in your heart. It's your personality more than anything. Just because somebody doesn't have money doesn't Mm -hmm. make them good. No, no. I'm not saying they're good, but I'm saying I think sometimes it helps a, a couple's bond. If they work together to build something together, you know. Actually, there's famous saying. I'm sure you've heard it from your parents, grandparents. Mm-hmm. Oh, you you want a girl? That means she's seen things in her life. Mm-hmm. You don't want the fugger they call her, and I hate to use that <laughs> term that she's never seen because you don't know. Same thing with the guy. A lot of times you don't know. I mean. He's never had it. All of a sudden, he's got money. He's got a store. You've seen that in our community. Yeah. They get a little bit of money in their pocket. What do they do? But that means it's ingrained in them anyway. I, I, I believe that most of those people are the same ones that if they... Insecurity. Yeah. That's what it is. It is insecurity. And, I mean, you know, most of those things are, are, like you said, 95% are insecurity or some other strange problem happening where the money, they try and make themselves look better because of the money. A lot of times I give this advice to a lot of these young women. You know, they always ask about guys. I always tell them this, when you're going out with a guy, if you really want to know if he's the right one or not, ask yourself one question. If you are left alone with him in this world, with nobody, nothing else out there, no sex, no nothing, nothing, are you able to stand being with this person? Can you stand being with this person with no attachments? If the answer is no, you're in trouble. Man, that's a rough evaluation. Can you stand being around this person? That's like so great. Well, I know, but think <laughs> about it. If I was left on I, this road alone with you, I'd probably kill myself. That's a good thing. I can help you right now if you want. Damn. Do it for all favor. I but think you understand just, where I'm going with this? That's what you're asking yourself. Then you'll know a little bit more about the guy. What is he after? Well, you is know he what, too? Personality? I think a lot of it is in your personality. If you're a person who's super laid back, first of all, too many people stress over a bunch of BS. I always always have the saying that people got their butt cheeks clenched too tight in society. Everyone's wound too tight. The smallest thing set them off, and they're worried about so much garbage and BS. Even in it, it affects your relationship, too, with your wife. If you're a guy who comes home, here's a perfect example, has nothing to do with anything of cheating, this, that, and everything else, but grates each other down. 
if you come home from work and all you talk about is work and bring back negative situations that happen, negative energy begets negative energy. But if you come home and you try and make it a positive thing and talk about what the kids did and have fun and do some positive things, it brings positive energy. People, the negative things grate on people. And I believe that over time, even if you're not cheating or anything like that, the negativity will get you. That will wear you down enough where when you get to age 56, you're like, you know what, do I want to waste my time just always in the negative realm? I only got 10, 20 years more to live maximum, you know? So then you need to do some soul searching. That means it's not, you said something earlier. If you're happy with your wife, no matter what, nothing will get you. Yeah. That means, I hate to use this term, if somebody brings that negativity mm-hmm. him home, that means it's more of him being selfish. It's all about him. Mm-hmm. He needs to learn when he leaves work, work stays there, and the family is more important. If he's taking it home with him and it's affecting him, then it's all about him. Barafat is both the man and uh, the husband and the wife. Absolutely. Because the husband can come home and whine about work, and the woman can come, you know, when the man comes home, the woman can say, well, the kids did this I'm and this. I'm just by what you said. You said when the man comes home, he brings in. That's the worst thing you can do. Take your, taking your work that home means is the worst thing. That means it's about him. It has exactly. nothing to do with that. So it's all about us. End of the day, we, me and Omar always talk about this. When two people are feuding, whether it's a husband or wife, two friends, if two people are fighting, and if you are 1% at fault and the other person is 99% at fault, focus on your 1% because you cannot change that 99% unless they want to change themselves. Well, another thing, too, people, this is what I, uh, I think... One of the worst things in marriages is when people dwell. Look, everybody's got insecurities. Everybody has things that they're not that that make them feel whether it be uh, insecure, that, insufficient, whatever it is. That's what makes advertising successful. But but here's the thing: instead of dwelling on somebody's negative aspects, because everyone can be shot down and cut with the negative aspects, how about nurturing the positive things that somebody's great at? Thank you. Instead of po- uh, focusing on the negative, again, it's about negative energy. You have to eliminate that out of your life, and it'll affect your your personal, your marriage, your personal relationships. I don't know. To me, that's the biggest thing. That's more important and has more bearing on divorce and infidelity than anything. End of the day, it always starts with you, not yep. the other person. We cannot yep. blame the other person. We have to be secure with who we are at peace with who we are before we go and try to be with someone else. Because then, if we don't recognize that, we're always going to blame the other. Oh, it's work that's making me do this. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's my wife. Her attitude. Blah, blah. No, it's you. First know who you are. Be at peace with yourself. And then you can see with a much clearer, you know. Okay, so having said that, Yasmin brought up an interesting point earlier. So you guys are basically just gave us some of the deep-rooted causes of this stuff. So what 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 happens when, like she brought up, social media has increased people's chance, opportunity, and even temptation to get involved in adultery? How do you guys explain that? How does this all this stuff apply to the fact that social media is is increasing? Well, um, speaking on that and off of what you two were just talking. Um, People don't like seeing other people happy as well. Um, this person's <coughs> jealous of that person. This person's jealous of that one. And all linking back to social media, oh, um, I heard so-and-so and his wife got into an argument or got, are not happy right now or they're trying to work it out maybe. 
you have this girl or this guy meddling and messaging that person, knowing that they're at their vulnerable stage in their life or in their marriage, and they start working that person. This is another thing I've seen and a lot of reasons that adultery happens as well, and then that's where everything just falls apart. In I don't know. I don't know. I think you guys put too much emphasis on social media. Somebody wants to cheat. They don't need social media. Cheating means nothing. has been going on forever, from it's, the old country to here. Yeah. I remember back in the day with the neighbors, they used to hop over the fence <laughs> and do it behind the tree. No, I'm serious. If somebody wants to do something, social media is just another avenue. Well, first of all, if somebody's airing their dirty laundry on social media, something's wrong. Because really, that the personal things that put people put out there that should not be known to other people, especially the general public, is just ridiculous. Again, that begins with you. If you have issues yep. within, whether it's social media, whether you pick up the phone, whether you go to a bar. But it doesn't bar, matter. Whether it's, you go to a coffee shop, it's going to come out. Your personal yeah. issues, though, are between you and your spouse. Don't. Go out to other people. No, but I'm saying don't go yeah. to other people and tell people, oh, this guy said this. Right. You know what? Figure it out between yourselves because at the end of the day, you will figure it out. Mm-hmm. And the next day you're going to wake up, everything's going to be fine. But if you sit there and tell everybody else about your problems, they're going to think, oh, they're always in turmoil fighting. How's their marriage? So Is it okay? That, that yeah. leads me to ask you this question. I think Omar used to always talk about this. Huh. Should married people have best friends of the opposite sex? Absolutely not. Nope. Disagreed. Uh, Mark, no can you can you be best can friend? You have a female? No, no, no. Best friend. Platonic. Platonic. Yeah. Should you? You're married, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you didn't know what that. Do you, You've known do you, Would you would you condone yourself having a platonic relationship with other women? What do you mean by relationship? I mean, if you're what if what if you're just working together? Like I work with musicians That's that not are women. Platonic. Platonic but, means you hang out with them, you yeah. go out to lunch with them. You did. No, 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 no such thing because. No matter what, if you're doing that, like hanging out kind of thing, there's a difference if you're working with them, whether they be, you know, musicians or you're whatever it might be business-wise. But no, as far as like, oh, hey, let's go out for lunch and hang out. Uh-uh. There's a, there's a line you're crossing there that definitely should not be happening. You should be not driving in the car together somewhere. I hate to say that. And you should not be having lunch together. And you should not be. That's Talking just. Talking on the phone. Yeah, right. yeah there's stuff. messages. That just should, Texting. There's stuff that's inappropriate. So why is that? I just I'm curious. Why? Yeah. Why do you think they cannot be friends? I think you can be friends, but I'm just saying like that. Omar said, "Go out to lunch." No, I don't think to that point. No. Why? I don't know. Unless one's gay, I don't think it can happen. But you, know? you got to give me a reason as to why, Omar, or because yeah, it'll me. lead into because feelings can develop. Will, yeah, it will lead into feelings. I'm gonna tell you why. Because Pl- I have a lead, another question. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna tell you why, and then I want to disagree with something you said earlier. But I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> Men and women, okay, and, and a lot of women either fool themselves into thinking this or they play stupid, okay? Men and women, two heterosexual men and women, whether they're married or not married, cannot stay platonic friends forever. Because one or both is going to either want to have sex with the other one mm-hmm. or they're going to want to date the other person. Right. Plain and simple. It is actually any person that feels like they have a friend that's uh, of another sex, um, some way or somehow, that per- one of those two, there's s- hidden feelings. Yep. Whether they're exposed or you even See, I don't might agree have with hidden that. feelings I don't that you agree don't know with about. That. So let me ask another question. Maybe it's a little bit off topic. If you know you cannot be with that person because they're married, or let's say because of their different color, different religion, does that mean 
a girl should not, or a guy cannot have a friend who's, let's say, Jewish, Muslim, because they know in the end, like she's saying, it could be there's hidden feelings. For example, if you had a Jewish female friend, even if you're single, because you know you cannot marry, you will not marry a Jew or a Muslim. For example, does that mean you cannot have a friend of that religion? You know what? Opposite sex. I don't. Like I said, I just feel like it all depends again on the strength of your relationship. What of your relationship going on? It doesn't matter who you're friends with a lot of times because you're just if your relationship is strong, you don't worry about each other. That's just the way yeah, it is. But, so you don't mind having a female friend that once in a while you go out to lunch? No, not that. Not out there. That's what we're talking about. No, I don't agree. I agree, no. So let's say you were single, and you know you're going to marry... Well, single, it doesn't matter. You can walk with whoever you want. Hold on, hold on. I disagree with you. Hold on. If you know you're Chaldean and you're only going to marry, let's say, Chaldean, or you're only going to marry Catholic, for example, Mm -hmm. does that mean you cannot be best friends to go out to dinner lunches with somebody who's uh, a Muslim girl or a Jewish girl or a Hindu girl? Because I'd say, it yeah, because it could lead to something. Feelings, Absolutely. If feelings will develop. And not only that, why do you want to lead them on? What Maybe they'll mm-hmm. think the wrong but thing. But you're thinking you want to be friends. Right, but that's where a lot of people have married outside of Chaldeans. A lot of Chaldeans have married Jews. A lot of Chaldeans have mm-hmm. married Muslims. A lot of Chaldeans have married Hindus because that's what happens. They They end up becoming friends, and that <laughs> friendship turns into a love or passion. It's happened to me. I've not, it was of the same, it was Chaldean person. We were friends, only friends. We decided, hey, we're just going to be friends, nothing between us. Well, our friendship turned into a relationship. But nothing wrong with that because, you know, I'm assuming you are, you would marry a Chaldean. Well, yeah. So that's okay. But if your heart set against marrying somebody else of a different race or a different religion. Then don't lead them on and do it. So don't, that yeah. means you cannot be friends with that opposite Platonic sex. friends. No. I, I totally agree. Yeah, I would, I'd would. i say no. Cannot be platonic yeah. friends. Nope. Platonic equals demonic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I go that far, but, you know, I just think it's not fair to uh, the person because you're leading them on also. Even if you're not meaning right. to, you're leading them you know, into something that they might, they're, they're going to start so having I'm feelings go for you. Into something also a little bit deeper. When I, I've dated few Chaldeans for marriage, but my heart wasn't set on it. And sometimes it's the other way too. I don't want no emotional attachment. I just wanted to be friends to make sure yeah. that's the right person. Sometimes you catch flag for that. Oh, you know, he doesn't have no feelings for me. He doesn't even hold my hand, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? When you're not sure and you're not 100% that you're going to be with that person, like you said, why lead them on? Don't then you have on. other people tell you, I ah, know that's life experience. They'll get over it. Blah, no, blah. I don't agree. I don't believe in that. I don't agree, but some people will tell you that. Omar, what do you think? Going back to something you said earlier, Rafaj, you don't think social media plays a part? I strongly disagree with you. Social media, uh, social media is an avenue, and it does it – do, we, okay, we all know it's you know it doesn't control you, but it does promote and it does open the door for greater um, you know things like this to happen. Omar, it's do like, you know what the number one reason is for what for that? You're, what you're talking about? What, social social media? media. Guess what the number one reason is? What is it? It's high school people that knew each other from high school that are both married and now connect 
So it looked right. like they had a crush in high school, and they go, oh, hey, how you doing? And start talking. Oh, you want to go out to lunch and catch up? And then, then stuff starts to happen. So that and means they it. were not, again, it goes back to yourself. They should know better yep. than to swim with the sharks, as they say. Yep. Omar, I'm but not being funny here. Honestly, hold on, hold on. I want, to, I want to ask you something as a blind person. Okay, mm-hmm. you've committed, I don't want to call them sins or mistakes, that according to your theory that because you're blind, then you shouldn't be doing that. But you don't see it, you still commit these sins or, or, or uh, you, you that can't. only are committed people would say if you have eyes. See, that means your heart is committing this. I don't understand, your, I don't understand not, your analogy. I don't understand that. I don't either. I just, I just had a drink <laughs> and I'm talking. Well, talking actually, off the top of his head. About Facebook, you guys. Uh-huh. Brought up a very good topic that you you made me think of. My employee, <laughs> um, he cheats on his wife using Facebook, and actually he's cheating on her right now with two girls. But one of them is his <laughs> high school sweetheart, and it's so funny because she reached out to him yep. on Facebook, and they're both married, yep. and she's married to a preacher. Wow. So let me ask you a question. If he didn't have Facebook, do you think he'll be a goody-goody uh, husband? No, but or? he would have never hooked up with her. Really? You least. don't think he'd have other... No, he'd probably do something else. He'd yeah, do something him. else, Thank you. Sure. So Here's not the Facebook. But there's more options. Here's the thing. Exactly. It all comes... I'm sorry. No, I disagree. It all comes down to how you present yourself. You know what? I'm a musician. I play gigs sometimes till 2 o'clock in the morning, whatever. But you know what? Somebody comes up to talk to you, you just walk away. That's, I mean, at the end of it, it's all how you present yourself. You're presenting yourself as interested or not, and that's on you. Because look, Yasmin and Rafa, somebody walks up to you and you go, "Hey, hey, baby, how you doing?" You go, "Oh, good, nice to meet you. I gotta get going." Right. That's it. It's done. But if you go, yeah. oh, good. How you doing? Hey. <laughs> and you know, then all I, of a it goes back to yourself right. again. If yep. you're secure, right? It's security. Rafa, let me ask you a question. Sure. Before social media, okay, right right now on social media, people pretty much publicize every single thing they do in their life, right? If they take a dump, we have to hear about it, okay? Right? Yeah. Right. Before social media, were people doing that? Doing what? Publicizing their life that much to that no. extent. Okay, so how can you say social media bears no responsibility with I didn't with say things? that. Don't, don't misquote me. Yes, you did. I said that's not the cause. My point it, is, if there was no social the cause, media, they would the still find indirectly. a way to cheat. It is the cause indirectly. Listen, if there wasn't McDonald's, Burger King, or Kentucky Fried, I would still be overweight because <laughs> I'll look for something else to eat. So that's, let's put that to rest. It's just another way. But if there was no Facebook, like I told you, even back home, back in the day, they used to hop these fences and yeah. do this thing. You don't think they cheat? Hey, Margaret just sent me, uh, my sister-in-law Margaret just sent a quote. says, if you marry for money, eventually you'll end up working for it. Wah, wah. <laughs> so, but good one, Margaret. It, I'm still mad at you. I don't know. I just think it's such a complicated issue. And you know what? Too with now, this is the the tough I, part. I is, think it's very simple. It's not complicated. It's, it, no, no. So what, why is it simple? Tell us. Listen, it all goes back to you. It all goes back to you. The more temptation, you need to be stronger. In the face of these temptations, whether it's Facebook, whether you're at the beach, whether you're at the bar, whether you're at the Malahi, wherever you are, I've always said it. But Rafa, not everybody goes to church is holy, and not everybody yeah. that steps in a bar is a bad person. But Rafa, it's who you are. So the fact that social media is so public and people are so addicted to it, it's it's desensitizing people. So to a lot of people, what they're doing now is not even wrong. And the more the more open that, say, adultery becomes, right? 
You I mean, hold on, let me finish. Go ahead. The more open it becomes, the more accepted it becomes. You are thinking like a Muslim right now. They say alcohol is bad. <laughs> it's a sin. We say the abuse of alcohol is a sin. There's a big difference. See, that's why they keep saying, oh, a woman should cover. Okay, so we don't sin. Is it her fault or is it our fault that we sin? All we have to do is turn our head away and we don't have to that's worry it, about yeah. it. Correct? It's just like they, I told you about how you present yourself. Same don't thing. Don't blame always the outside world for your mistakes and your desires. Okay. Again, they blame drinking. They they cover up. I, I will blame the outside world to an extent. You know why? Because they most are a slave to it. Most no, don't. Well, I'm not referring to myself. I'm, I'm, most people. Most people are sheeple. Yep. That's okay. the problem. They're sheeple. It's not because of Facebook. They're sheeple. They'll always be sheeple. They're sheeple because of what they see. What they're seeing out there through the media, through social media, whatever it is. To them, it's just becoming more open. That means it's becoming more accepted. But just because it's accepted, it doesn't mean it's right. And that's where people are getting that pers- Like, I guess I, w- I don't know how to say this the right way without... I mean, I don't care who I offend. Say it. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, men and women both are thinking in their mind now, well, this is right. It's not just because it's easy. They're making excuses as to why they should be doing it and making themselves think it's okay. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm so, saying. And I think the the fact that everything is so public on social media mm-hmm. is is contributing to that. Is so, making it seem like okay. How about right. let's blame their upbringing and who they are? If their parents, I know a lot of people who are great people, who are beautiful girls and guys who you know what use social media for the good how come they don't fall into that trap it's not about the social media it's about the deep it's you internally exactly in your personality each relationship it comes down to each relationship each person at the end of the day if you know, i'm happy i'm not going to look elsewhere bottom line if you are if you're going to let yourself wander you don't need facebook go to the bar go here go to the park anywhere you go Guys, let's talk about the consequences. That's something uh, we need to touch up on here. Um, consequences. I was going to ask you what that word means. This is one of the <laughs> one of the biggest self-destructive moves you can make is cheating. Case in point, the president. They wanted to impeach him. Tiger Woods. He lost how much millions? This could be a big destructive thing, even if you're a nobody. Jesus is looking at you, okay? You have to be aware of your religion. You have to be aware of karma, life, and life's terms. Cheating is not supposed to go down, whether it be boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, or wife. You cheat, you will pay the fucking price. Bottom line. Why you got to get all violent, man? (laughs) <laughs> this is uh, Preacher Steve, man. Hillbilly Steve. He'd be hot, man. Oh, man. Bella, wait, I want to hear about karma. <laughs> I don't believe in karma, do you? Well, what? you know what? If they're cheating, they get what they deserve. I mean, if that's what's the, happening, well, guess what? When Tiger Woods lost the money, ha ha. Too bad, dude. It's not about the money. No, it's not the about the money. Make more money. Look, at the end of the day, he just, like you said, Rafid, I hate to agree with you. Seriously, it hurts me to agree with you, Rafid. But once in a while, I got to take the, uh, you know, the injection just for you. So 
Uh, I'll agree with you. It's just it's internal, man. Either you're you're like that or you're not. One of the two. It's that simple. I told you it's simple. The hardest thing in life is being simple and living a simple life. It is tough. It is tough. Days, simple. It's, it's oh. tough to keep it in your pants these days. It really is. There's a lot of temptation from the music that you hear. I agree. From Beyonce shaking her ass everywhere on television and the right. girls think it's cool. From Kim yep. Karkara. Yep. <laughs> On TV all day. That's true. Doing whatever she does. Oh, she's my idol. Idol of what? Idol of Srita. You know? There has to be a a, a fine line drawn with the new generation, with the girls coming up. Yeah, but you can't control that. That's the media. You can control everything look, and anything but that you want. Appearance. Look, it comes okay. it comes in look, when I grew up, you can't I can't say that because when I grew up, I listened to Black Sabbath, I listened to Ozzy, I listened to Hendrix. Hold on, hold on, let me talk. Nobody used more drugs than any of these people, and it was and singing songs like Suicide. Love. Hold on, no, no, singing songs like Suicide Solution or whatever. But, but it didn't matter to me that. because I was, I didn't, I wasn't even listening to the lyrics. It was just about the music. I love the guitar playing. I love. So it's it's how you, you know. He is living in their world. Kim Kardashian TV. To me, you just rap. ignore these you people because they're just it's used. Very you know, simple. Unplug your TV. That's it. Turn it off. You're no, done. You're true. done. That means you you have a weakness. That's that you true. are drawn to these people. Rafa. I watch TV every night. I don't watch it. Rafa, my grandma, used to be hilarious. She'd be watching TV, and like a girl would come on TV with a bikini, and she'd go, Tweet, Italy, but she wouldn't change the channel. <laughs> Life goes on. You have to be secure. See, why do you have to bring up Kim Kardashian, for example? Why? Why? Because you watch that channel? Because it attracts you? <laughs> because 95% of the things I see on quote unquote social media is about filth like that. Steven, I will agree with you on one thing. The problem one problem with our society that I see not I'm not gonna say a problem with our society. It's for in general. Pop culture does contaminate people. That's what makes sheeple is pop culture because look at it. You know, it's Omar, don't you agree? Pop culture contaminates people. 80s. Absolutely. The 80s but, were, were, were the best. Think about what not the really, raunchiest not song really. in the 80s. The most raunchiest rap song in the 80s before NWA and Two Live Crew. What was it? You know? Sugar Hill Gang, Hello Cool J, I Need Love. It wasn't, right? but Run but DMC. The, Run DMC. The, I mean, but, that, was, but, that was real music. Now, it's all about having sex. But can I say something? And it's on 98.7, and it's on 95.5. So what? It's everywhere. So what? So what? So it is overseas too, and they've made it so liberal and and and, and more to a point for. Where are you talking in Europe? Time. Yeah, they're making okay. It so okay. They understand it at a younger age to see it. You're right. Here it's different. We do a little bit different. We hide behind it. You don't even want to talk about the birds and the bees to your kids. So like they're like, and that's 17. fine. That's fine. It's not birds, fine. Bees. You're supposed to explain. Well, that's fine. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, you and I are musicians. Mm-hmm. We know the ins and outs of this stuff. Do we agree that actually all of us can probably agree on this? Do we agree that music is probably one of the most influential tools, <laughs> weapons, whatever you want to call it, on people? In I believe that in the pop culture, it's extremely influential. I don't think in the in the again, I'm not going to say true artists like a art, music snob. I do believe if you get deeper into something, whether it gets into look, 
I, I know Rafa doesn't care because Rafa just has his little ethereal world that he lives in the big ethereal <laughs> fart theory, you know. But let's face it, the more you're into the arts, the more you don't give a damn about the money, the more you're concerned about making either a good piece of art, a good piece of music. There's a satisfaction that you get from that that no money will ever pay for. And I think, Omar, you can attest to that. Yeah, but, but I, I, okay, I agree with that. But, Mark, music, to me, in my opinion, let's look at this scientifically, mm-hmm. okay, is probably the most – dude, music, you can go in 30 seconds from listening to uh, one, one type of song to another, your mood can flip like that. And subconsciously, it affects you. Like you said, that's okay, why I gotta, I, I gotta, I gotta sure. pause both of you guys. Get sure. back to the subject at hand. Forget we are. The, I'm forget getting, the, I'm, okay. I'm, hold on, I'm getting to it. The okay. music is like so, like very, like one percent of what you're saying and how it influences. No, I disagree. And, and the kids, okay, listen, you're talking about an 18 year old that's gonna hear Chris Brown singing "One More Night" or "This Is Our Last Chance to Do It Tonight" and do it and do it tonight, and that's it. This is something you're talking about 18. You're not talking about a 35, 40 year old woman. Listen to what you guys are saying. Okay. Listen to Black right. they, they, they or advanced. listen to Kim Kardashian. Come on, dude, get over it. Junior, yeah, right absolutely. now they advanced from from music. These to people, Facebook. Junior, absolutely. I'm sorry. Listen, I'm going to tell you where it changed. It's it, it's it's going to be in it's, it's, it's in a person's nature. It's I'm gonna, person's but I'm nature. Junior. I'm going to tell you where it changed. It changed when video started. MTV changed all that because before when you were listening. When I was listening to Black Sabbath or whatever, I didn't think about the messages. I liked the song. Why do you but say now, that? But hold on, to, hold, hold on. on. Go Let, back before that. Why didn't hold that? on? Let it's me finish. It's not that. It's Playboy. It's Hustler. That started on. opening up that era of Let all that. Finish. Wait a minute. Let no, me finish let for finish. a second. But when MTV came out, is when all the skanks started because now the video. You weren't just hearing the lyrics and dancing because you felt the music was good. Now you're looking to boobs bouncing, a butt hanging out. Why was Marilyn Monroe an icon before MTV? I'm sorry. I, I, I beg to differ. Why was Marilyn Monroe such an icon then? That, that's like, that's Marilyn like, like, Monroe was not skanky like these. Oh, what's going on now? She was, it, 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 skank, skank defined and I'm she sorry, was, or not. She was but, definitely but looking not like, like now, dude. Excuse me. Figure. She was known as somebody who was promiscuous yeah. amongst the yes, biggest and the biggest. Absolutely. So you cannot You can't that. tell me the media circus around what she did is what it is now, not even nearly. No, it, hell no. Not, that's not what the, the uh, media circus is what gets to the people. Which that's leads me to what I'm going to say next. What it the is, music, it, the music it, now is garbage compared to what it regardless was. Regardless of in what the it 80s. is, what has always attract exactly, man. The, uh, what, what you guys are, it does not matter. 80s, 90s, 2000, 2020. Okay, 2000. put the microphone by it, your mouth. It's good. It's, it's <laughs> okay. It's, it's going to happen you regardless. Hold on. Your, hold on. In, in the Western days or whatever, you, I mean, I've heard stories of people cheating in Iraq. What was it? You're talking about Majid Kukka singing at 16 that got him banging? Come on. What, what was the, What was the percentage then compared to now? It exactly. doesn't matter. It, it does it matter. Was not, and it was because for the same reason. Now more things have come to light. Okay, I understand. So you're saying, okay, so we see Kim Kardashian now all over the globe, and that influences that, people to go become. It goes back. It to does what I influence said. them. Okay, because it, it does. Was, when when Kanye West point to what you guys are saying is adultery, and the strongest point has to do with stuff like within the house dissatisfaction. It has to do with stress, financial, and being married for the wrong reason. I, I have, I have question. one question. Hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. Yeah, I want to ask Mark this question. Because sure. Rafa always has to attack me. But go ahead. Right. No, I want to ask you a question. Sure. During Adam and Eve, what influenced Adam? Was it MTV? What was it? Can you answer that, please? Man's downfall. Kim Kardashian, first of all, because all these Thank people, because all these people love, hold on, because all these people love Kanye and all these people love Kim. So he goes, here's a lady who's now a mother 
and he goes and greases up her ass and puts it on the internet, yep. saying, I'm going to break the internet. If you tell me, with all the kids that watch that show, if that doesn't influence them in, in a, a very negative way, it does. Because the media now, it's a thousand times more effective to getting to the people than ever. Before things, yes. you know what? It's the same reason the news, if there's a flood in Zimbabwe, they can make it, you make it feel like you're sinking in your family room in Detroit. They the same amount of stories they did in 1991 they did in but, 2015. Yeah. Junior, but at the same time. But back then, my point is they were standing at the mall waiting to buy the shoes. Now they're online doing it. Yep. Same thing. Yes, me. But also, okay, it. It does have an influence, but it, everything has an influence on you in life, whether it's social media, whether it's the famous or the not. It, at the end of the day, it's about how you're raised. When I was raised growing up, we weren't allowed to go out like girls that nowadays, how they're out and they're at the bars. I mean, I can walk into a bar nowadays and I see 17, 16-year-olds there, and I'm like, how'd you even get in here? True that. But, but you don't think that has something to do with the Internet and has, what they, what it breeds? No, that's their parents. I was Okay, just because my friends were allowed to go out when I was 17, I wasn't. My sister got me into Grandy Ballroom when I was only thir- 14 or something years old. They were like 18, 19. Wait, hold on. I forgot. It was called Foosbook back then. Now it's called Facebook, so it happened back then to get me into a club. <laughs> but I think that does go back to parenting. If, if as, a, as a mom, I'm not going to let my 17- or 18-year-old daughter tell me she's going to go out until 2, 3 in the morning. Do you, do, you, uh, do you Listen, when you deal with teenagers, until you have teenagers, you have, anyone who tells me that I'm not going to allow my kids to do this or that has not had teenagers yet. Because let me tell you something. Well, my Hold on, Junior, before you go nuts on the microphone. One second. Hold on. Listen, before everybody tells me how, you know... I agree with you already, When Mark, you have teenagers, it's... Com- Let me tell you something. All you guys don't remember, because you're all sitting here now and telling me the right thing and how everything's all ideal and my kid and blah, blah, blah. Until you have teenagers and you see, you know, you what you guys did to your mom and dad and I did to my mom and dad and we all did it. We all... Oh, well, parents say... If they say it's day, I'm going to say it's night. We don't know why. It's just your brain at that point in time. These are the things that you do... You will grow out of it 99% of the time and most, you know, but as far as telling my kid he's not going to do this and that, you can teach him everything and ingrain everything with him and take him to church and do everything you can. But at the end of the day, when it gets to those teenage years and they get around certain friends, there's going to be certain influences. And guess what? Sometimes you ain't going to be able to stop it. But at the end of the day, they're going to get through a phase and hopefully they get back on the track because they still in the back of their head, everything you're pounding at their head is there somewhere subconsciously and will come back. But, but that's thing, your home they're living in. They are not going to walk into my house at 3 o'clock in the morning. or 4 I'm not letting them walk in at 3 o'clock in the morning, but I'm saying there's going to be things they're going to be rebellious about. Right. That just That's just the way and, it is. And to, to further that, the media, social media, and the Internet does make parenting much, much, much more difficult than oh. what it was before. I'll give you the... Go ahead. I have, I have a question. We're trying to figure we're, we're, out what causes we're, we're talking, to go to adultery. Well, I mean, like, okay. I don't we're, think that watching it, Kim it, Kardashian, it, it, though, makes I, I guess when you're in the position of, like, he, like, Mark is trying to tell us, we don't know when you have the kids, when you have that. But you're wrong because... We got nieces and nephews, and I treat them a hell of a lot different than my uncles did, and I do watch them. And actually, my brother commended us and said, you know what? They treat us like we're their friends, so they do open and we but do. But the times of – now I will say one thing that's really good that's different than before is the aunts and uncles now, like our generation, the parents are way more involved with the kids, yeah, and the aunts and uncles are way more involved. And we have to be because back then – 
We're when, from here. Right. We we un, we are part and of the And not just that. We know, Back though. then, there was less avenues to do wrong. And I hate this because they're just look. Let's face it. The internet has opened up a whole different ball game of bad oh, things. Yeah. Before, let's say I wanted to call a girl, right? When I was a young kid, and you call how we didn't. There was not even call waiting. No. So you call her. I mean, I'm, I'm a lot older than you guys. You click it on them. Yeah, you're like hello. <laughs> Hello? Click. You're like, there was no call waiting. You call for one hour, and that was your one opportunity to talk to somebody. Now you can tell your kid don't talk to anybody, but guess what? There's texting, and you take away their phone. They go on their iPad. They can do stuff. They can go on instant messenger. Yep. They can, there's everything. So you have to be more interactive with them okay, and stay so on top of them. what you guys are talking about, okay? Let me get back to that subject because this is really throwing me off. We're now talking about teaching kids, and this is the point. When a, when a woman or a man, when they get older and the times get stressful and the, and the tension becomes bigger in somebody's life, when I come to, there is now standing four people in front of me, and I have asked, if I can ask every one of you guys right now, if I put a gun to you, what would each one of you do, right? Each one of you is going to give me something different because you're going to give me something based upon what's in your head, what you're going to do when that moment comes, right? When these people come into this tension of now the financial collapse has happened in their household, now a kid's handicapped that is born, um, some, some essence, and in that situation, the stress comes on. How you handle that stress, whether you become someone who caught, who's doing adultery or someone who is just shutting down from their actual husband or wife or spouse or whatever, or someone who cares less about their kids and just packs up and says, I'm done with this marriage, have a good day, and just takes off. My point to you guys is there's a breaking point that does that. My cousin, geez, I just want to say, he sounds like the biggest dumbass when he says this to me. Man, I was at Uptown Grill, and dog, I don't know how homeboy let his wife up there, and she was just chilling, and all the wolves were out. And I'm like, man, you must not know about going to Meyer or going to, like, the mall or just any situation. It or sounds just, like he's another clone of Steve. Well, I, a clone <laughs> of whoever it is. It's what I'm, my, my point is it does not matter if she's standing at Uptown Grill if she can have the, the, the impulse to do it or if she can be in line at the grocery store and somebody says something nice and catches her on a bad day. Well, why do you think I just talked about a little while ago is that it's, in, it's how you present yourself. Like I said, if I'm playing a gig till 2 in the morning – Somebody comes up to talk to me, hi, bye, walk away. It's all your presentation, like you said, whether you're in a grocery store or wherever the hell you're at. It does not matter. Junior, I got a couple questions for you. Right. Would you allow your wife to have Facebook? You would. Would you allow your wife to have random guys or guys that she doesn't know join her Facebook page? Would you allow that? To do what? Just guys, you know, hey, I request you, request back, we're friends now. Would you allow that? Would your wife, would you allow your wife to have random guys on her Facebook? Yeah, of course I would. You would. Okay. Sure. And what if one of these guys says, hey, you're hot, what's up? Yo, well, does she have to respond, I'm married? Isn't that like a slap in the face right there for you? Why are I'm just clicking guys- the spam button. No, listen. You're going back I'm, to the same thing I just said right now. So does it matter? Social if, media is no problem. No, I said, I said no, 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 no. Hell no. Hold on. My point, Rafid, is you're a scrub. What do you mean, hell no? no Wait, what kind of? What? Yeah, you're going to get married tomorrow mine. after this show. I'll cancel her. <laughs> Let me, I'll Wait, cancel I agree Instagram. with him, though. I'm Fuck sorry. All that shit. Sorry, Junior. That's the root of evil. <laughs> so you guys know how evil. this stuff gets sorry. filtered. You know how they get fixed, right? Most, A lot of couples just do a dual page for the wife and right. husband. That's, even that's actually very but smart. No. Okay. Hold on. Make yourself look hold like on. an idiot. Now, you're both. I don't, I, hold on. Hold on. 
So what is the difference if they're there doing that on social media or if they go to have dinner with their friends a few times, hold on, at Redcoat, and the waiters kick ass and he's just flirted so Listen, many times he's caught that lady. We're Chaldeans, obviously. We're What's Chaldeans, right? Hold we're on. Chaldeans. No, no, no. You're missing family. my point. So you're we're missing kind of my exempt point. from the situation. The, the enticement, whether it's going to be on social media or if it's going to be in the general public, if the enticement is there and if the person accepts it and does what they do, well, I have a good one for well, that. Well, here's what I'm talking what? about. Okay, I have a good one for Go that. Go ahead, Oh, yes, me. <laughs> here's here's what. Here you go, Junior. Ready? So if someone messages me on Facebook today, right, and says, hey, beautiful, how are you? Okay, I have a lot of followers on Facebook. I literally get, actually, I think Junior knows this. My Facebook blows up about 20 to 30 inboxes a day, and not exaggerating at all, Okay. If a, if a picture is posted, at least 40 inboxes. I don't respond to not even one. I don't open them. But let's say one day my husband or boyfriend, whoever it is that I'm with in that relationship, and I get into an argument and we're not speaking, I might be tempted to open my Facebook inboxes. But you can just click but, Marcus Spam. But if I was out yeah, and someone can. hit on me and I said, no, thank you, and I walked away, I'm not going to be running into that person again yeah, anytime but soon. Wrong. But you might run yeah. into somebody yeah. else. But somebody else, and if it's not When you have sex with your boyfriend, yes. believe your me, you down. will make sure. But I'm you have that kind of mentality. Hold on, hold on. Let me your finish. guard's down. Hold on. If you said I might answer one of those inboxes, that's the same thing that when you said I don't see somebody on the street, I'll never see him again. You will make sure you put yourself in a position where you might see somebody else. I just that's how it would be. More that's what you're Guys, no disrespect to anybody. You know, I love the pictures. You've been doing I love nothing but disrespecting here. <laughs> I love looking at everyone's pictures. But me personally, I wouldn't let my wife put a picture of her shoe on the internet. <laughs> you understand? So let me ask you a question. Do you think that would stop her from cheating if she wanted it's to? It's not about stopping them from cheating. Would that Forget about all the cheating. Well, why would you? You gotta Man. have respect. So what's your better? You Get him and hit him it's with a chugana. No, me too. No, Halas. No Facebook, Halas. Instagram, Twitter. No bars. Uh, you're, you're living in a you're whatever, living in a dream world. Dream. Whatever you got. No, you're living in a dream no world. Not about lifetime, Myers. Just lock him in a cage, man. Hold this on. Is life. Hold Social on. media is not life. Hold on. Somebody That's sees your wife. Somebody sees. Stop. Somebody sees your wife at Myers. Starts talking to her. What are you gonna do? Listen. If she's going to sit there and start talking to her, one time she's over. Let God deal with her, and if I find out what time, she's going to sleep in the street. Khalas. ISIS. You, you would belong to I was just going to say, ISIS, man, ISIS. Man. This guy? Seriously. I don't, know. Chaldean, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe, li- you know, you can't live in a box. Either you trust each other or you don't. It doesn't matter what you. It comes down That's to his security but by I him. Do- but I do believe that you just told me. You're very Steven, relax, relax. Some guy relax, comes man. to my wife. Hey, how are you? Okay, I'm married. He she, he backs off. But if she's gonna say good, I'm. How are you? Thanks. What? The, you can't do that. that Hold on. So what's what wrong with that? Steven, you didn't listen to what I said the so whole time. So what if she has nails on her Facebook? Listen. Why does she have respectful? What is her Facebook gonna do for her? Why does she need random men following? Okay, wait a minute. Have random guys Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna talk about myself, not because she got her cousin. Hold on. Even let us talk for one second, man. Let me finish. One second. Let me finish this point. When I was in Iraq, the time I asked for baby milk donations, most of the people that donated were married women. If I wasn't on their page, we wouldn't have raised twenty thousand dollars in one day. 
So you know what? That's a whole different it's what story. You do. no, you're not, not hawking. But you will not you allow your Listen, if you you're doing would... activities things. You're doing activist things. But what if she's you, not on my page, about? if she's not it on my page, matter. I wouldn't have got that donation. every single thing. I don't care how you get it. I don't care if you, you, you go out Chippendale style. What? Get the fucking donation. What kind of Facebook is it, though? Is it a personal My personal. Rafa. I have a lot of married women on mine, and I never heard And I do inbox them, but not, hey, baby, what's going on? Right. You want to volunteer? They ask me about donations. Where can I drop... Uh, I want to donate, you know, for the shipment or whatever it might be. So he's a knucklehead. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's over the top. You dude. think Facebook that's is the one the that's going to stop it? Not only that. What if you're a? Here's another example. Okay, I'm in, I got a ton of music. Okay, hold on, hold on, dude. Before you start yelling, hold on. <laughs> if you have, let's say, like my wife does chocolates, and she has event planners there that are on her site that might be guys. So what? They share different ideas about setting up halls, about doing things. About you know setting up a certain table or display to go along with the decor they're having at the hall. I'm a musician. I have women that are musicians on my site. We talk up. You know we might go. And not we're not inboxing each other, but talking about music. Having a Facebook is not the problem here. It's, I'm it's, saying it's, it's presentation. If it's not the thing, problem, then why won't you let your wife deal. have one? If, on. if you don't have Hold a on. band, don't contradict yourself. If you don't have a band. If you're if if it's your cousins, you want to share the latest kolacha recipe. You pick up the phone. You call them up, you invite them over, you can send them a video, they can send you a video. See, but back. I have cousins in California I that need, I can't do that with, and we just we chick, keep in touch on Facebook. I don't need some chick, when I'm married, I don't need some chick randomly telling me, hey, what's your name, or who You're are you? are talking about a completely no. different situation, dude. You're talking about a completely different situation. He's not all there, man. Seriously, not, Rafa. Hold on. You Seriously? said it's not. You said Facebook is not the problem, and then you said, if "Oh, what's you're, if no, you're if you're doing charity work, if you're a musician, if you're doing floral arrangements or party planning, fine. Oh, if you want to be fine. funny, if you want to be part of what? No, it's what's in your heart. Heart? Okay, so I totally agree so, with you, Rafa. As so much as it hurts wife, me, my wife has no business agree. being on Facebook <laughs> other than her friends and keeping up with pictures. And then she, she accepts some dude named John Schmo or whatever. And then John Schmo two weeks later say, hey, you're gorgeous. Are you married? Then she clicks the spam why button or, um, why or blocks Why should that him? even become a, a, a point? Of, All she has to do is block him. That's the same as if she's why shopping. You, why does head... Boy, what if boy. what if it was vice versa? <laughs> what if I what if they were doing that to me? Why should I give her the insecurity of feeling like that? Oh my Let God, he has people question. using his Facebook. She doesn't know what my. Dude, you, you're sounding on. insecure. I, by guy, the holiest guy never even look at these messages. I, but you put that thought in their mind. You put it in their mind, Robin, so, and they get insecure. What if and she's that's a, not cool? What if it's she, the worst feeling in the world. What if let him talk, what if dude. She's a chill. Liar. Don't trust your partner. Oh, if you do not that. trust your partner, Mark, you let talk. talk. We listen to you talk. Let me finish talking. You yell. He's trying That's to let no you problem. You're I'm talking. You're you rambling. You talk. You need to let stop. Let me finish with what I'm saying. You haven't finished yet? Hello? My point is, is trust. For getting an inkling of anything like that in your mind is cancer, it's poison, it's worse than anything you can do in a relationship. Let Bottom me, line. Let me, and if you actually follow through with the cheating, hell will be there to pay. So let me ask Not you Not today, question. tomorrow, next year, you'll feel it. What's the difference between a guy inboxing her on Facebook? Well, you still Hold on. Listen, man. Let me finish. You just said it. I don't need a guy to inbox. Or somebody talking to her at a wedding that you're not with her at. Hey, what's going on? How are you? What's the difference? Listen, she should have the listen, same response. Listen, some well, of the situations some... that have happened have transpired were particular women that were just working out at Lifetime with a trainer and ended up that that trainer ended up sleeping with them. So 
So what does that matter about Facebook? This guy so keeps this going. Guy. I what guy? This guy. This is a maniac right here. That guy. These guys going off to the tangent. What do you get out of here, man? This is in 1982 on the Bablo boat. So and back to adultery? <laughs> no good. No, we didn't even have that in 82. I 82? swear to you. We danced. We oh, were What do you mean? It's all about how you present yourself. And you know what? If somebody inboxes you, just click spam. Just like if somebody inboxes you at a wedding. Guys, delete him as a friend and click spam. I'm going to ask you two gentlemen right now, okay? What is the difference with What is the difference with a beautiful girl that's on Facebook to get inboxed? To the same amount of a beautiful girl who can dress beautiful and stand in a bar that has 400 people in there and having her arm tugged around 10 times in one night. It's how they carry themselves. How they respond in public or in private is the same essence, right? So what does it matter? Inbox me 50 times or tug me 50 times. It ain't going to make a damn difference. That's what I'm saying. If you're a woman or a woman, a guy's going to guy. Dude, listen. No, listen. If you're a woman or a guy, if you're not going to do it, you're not going to do it. That's just a bottom line. Steven, would you let your wife drive? Seriously, no, I'm not joking. It's not funny. What you if you what? see somebody? I'll be honest the with windows. you. I'll be honest with you. Um, I, I, he's really I, he's considering. I, I, see a lot, I see a lot of Facebook stuff. I'm friends with a lot of people, and I see a lot of Facebook stuff. And I must say that, you know, it's 95% kosher. Everyone does what they're supposed to do. Everything's cool, you know. Obviously, I don't sit there and, and you know, friend people out of the ordinary. Fine. It's community. Well, my point is in general. It's not just a community. In general, okay, there are certain limits and restrictions that you have to follow when you're dealing with the public because that's what it is, is the public. People are going to be in your business. They're going to see one day you might post something about love and how it's hurting you, and they're going to right away think, hey, you know, I could go and, like, you know. She's vulnerable. Let me get her. She's vulnerable, you know. So, I mean, Mark, you have to understand when you have all these different avenues that you could drive on and they're beautiful, but there's always going to be some like bumps in the road, no road is perfect. Why should you even have those opened up? You know, but you sometimes look, sometimes it things you get an inappropriate message, you know, like you'll get a stupid message. Some girl inbox you, you know, you do click spam and unfriend them. That's it's so what simple. Do you, what do you guys think about flirting? Is flirting, is, is that okay? What do you guys think about flirting? Um, anything that again, that's presenting yourself married, in the wrong what's way. What's your intentions? If it's, you're married, it all depends on what your okay, intentions are. So if you're are. married, if you're married and you see a young lady and say, "Ooh, wow, what I would do." That was inappropriate her, the way you said it. Even you say to yourself. But if you say, "Hey, buddies. that's a pretty girl," is there something wrong with that? No. There you go. But what if you're thinking something different? What if he's like, "Oh, you know, whatever," you know? Well, then you're a slime ball. You got to okay, slime ball. Okay. You would do whatever. What do you do it anyway? About, what do you think about being married? And going to the gentleman's club. No, don't go. Not even when you're single, don't go. Is that a no-fly zone, Rafid? It's no-fly whether you're single or married. If you're married and, and go to the gentleman's club, whether it be birthday, occasion, uh, you go one night with the friends, whatever. I'm not saying you're going by yourself, you know. It's very, very wrong. But if somebody does it, that does not mean they're bad. It does not mean they're bad. No, it does not. So is Wait, that is that the, cap- is that the Catholic way? Go ahead. Okay, I'm going to give you my perspective, but most women are not going to agree with me. Um, If I'm with someone, I'm obviously with the person I trust. I don't mind if he goes to the strip club. If he's going for a bachelor party or he's going, I'm not talking about every weekend he's telling me he's going to the strip club, but if his cousin's bachelor party comes up and, you know, it's his cousin and they're close, I'm not going to be the woman to tell him okay. not to go. So he's at the strip club. That's well, fine. Finish, he's at the strip club. Right. The girl sits on his lap and starts rubbing well, on his. Do that. Start, 
He starts, she starts rubbing on his junk, and what? Regardless if he goes and gets a dance or not, he's grabbing, she's grabbing, everyone's having a good time. Is that wrong? That is wrong. Okay, so you're living, every man you're living in a dreamland when you're saying they go to the bachelor party and they just sit there with their hands on their laps. They're and gonna saying, watch. Oh, wow. Can't can wait I, to leave. Can I give you a different perspective? Go ahead, Mark. Can I give you about the dance? Go ahead, go ahead, Mark. Dance anymore? All right, hold up. Go ahead, Mark. Can no more dancing. Sure, go ahead, Mark. Can go I ahead. give you a different perspective? Go ahead, buddy. To me, as far as I'm concerned, I've been married 20 years. Anytime I've been invited to a bachelor party, I don't go because it's to me. Forget about rubbing on women, all that. The humiliation factor. Wow. You have dignity that you're married that you you have children or whatever it might be, to me it's the utmost in humiliation for somebody to see you as a respectable person in the church Zibble. and going to a strip club, even if it's for a bachelor party or birthday party or whatever, I will not go. I refuse to. I'm not making myself look good. It's the truth. You can ask my wife. Why, maybe that's why stock parties were so popular. No, and, my, and you know what? My wife has told me multiple times, my friends get married, go, don't worry about it. I don't care. Go. I'm like, I will not go. I said, forget about it's just the principle that if somebody, if I'm walking in there, I'm degrading myself as a father and a husband by being in there. Right, and that comes down to the man at the end of the day. Like you said, if someone's rubbing on him. I'm sorry, Yasmin, when you're in the strip club. Even if they're not rubbing on you. Even if they're not rubbing on you, if you're just there. Regardless if if you've been there once, twice, when a man goes to the strip club, they're not going there just to look. Okay, 99%. And that 0.1%, he's not feeling well. Okay. That's bottom line. You're going to get touched. You're going to get hugged. You're going to get kissed. You're going to get offered. You're going to get whatever you you know you think of under the sun. And is that cheating? Well, of course it is. Okay, so what's left? You know, everyone's screwed up. Well, man, you really put the world in a negative light, man. Like, everybody's a disaster, dude. Well, he, we, listen, we're talking about, listen, we're not you know, talking about the moral majority. Here. Is that lucky? the reason why you're not married? What's the reason why you're not married, sir? I'll tell you why. You know, since you asked that question and the world always wants to know that question, let me tell you. I went through turmoil at the age of 25 years old, which threw my whole conception of life of how it was supposed to be at 25. It took me three to five years to kind of get out of that little funk that I was in. And by that time, I was also also relaxed and trying to catch up on money. But money's not always what it is. But I'm not paranoid to get married. It's not about that. I have no problem with trust. It's never been that about that. My frustrations always were that I got delayed in life, and now I'm at this age right now, and I just want to get ahead with it and just be secure. But it ain't the paranoia. I have. A, I mean, this girl sitting in the studio right now. She'll tell you. I've been friends with her for for since 2001. Since 2002, we've been friends. Okay, and we've been friends that long, and uh, and. Truthfully, shit. I mean, I'm a, I'm liberal. I I grew up here in this country. I don't think like that. I'm part of this culture. I don't need to trap my girl at home and do the. Let me check through her call log. I used to be a nutcase here and there to do that, but you know how stupid that becomes. It's just growing up. Listen, that's not the point here. By the way, it's great to have a woman's perspective. Absolutely, it's, it's wonderful it really to have the. Uh, well, other, no, it's, it's wonderful. I really you like actually, having you the actually, other side to hear. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. You guys so like it. so I mean, like I said, so back back to that. You seem paranoid. I'm gonna be honest with you. You seem that you know, you know deep what? down that you cheated on. No. Yeah, exactly. You, you know want to talk to us about that? I think. <laughs> I think here, let's I think, open discussion. Yeah. I think. I think everybody's. I think everybody you know that considers a, a real relationship a real relationship is not actually a real relationship. When you're oh. actually engaged and and get married, well, that's a real relationship. You come Everything from. Everything else is just a fairy we, tale. You, it's lost. 
We you come like from a sex, culture. You enjoy come, the sex all the time. It's more lust. Listen. Because if you had someone's heart, you would be in so love with them that nothing okay. would so ever So we matter. came from a but culture. But when it comes to just having sex and, and, and having someone no. that you could have. No, but that's a big connection. First of all, no, 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 we can talk it's, about. It's a whole different story. That, that, right, talk that, about. that is a big connection. So, you have to have so, intimacy. It's called it, not just it's sex. It's not about intimacy. But that's what you're saying. Hold on, hold on. These days, uh-huh. it's not about intimacy anymore. It about? It's, it's it about, about instant gratification. Yes, okay? You have to understand something here. But that's like You have to understand something here. Okay? When you're in a relationship, if you truly, truly love that person and it's a God sent and a Jesus sent, you will never harm that person. You will never do anything to make that person feel like they're not wanted or not loved. Course. Okay, that's, 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 that's called unconditional love. No, anything else it's called is not a relationship. Steven, I'm going to give you an example of not up. being insecure. Okay. Yep. Uh, not being insecure about stuff. Me and my wife always crack jokes with each other. Like if somebody hits on us, we're always like, "Hey, baby, you got competition, baby. I got a, you know this girl yeah. was talking to me. I was yeah. joking around with her, yeah. but she said, "Hey, some, t-, you know, I was just joking with her the other day because I lost, you know, a few pounds. I go, yeah, I don't want you running off with a 21 year old guy carting you around the escalates. Yeah. She goes, well, "You know what? I don't babysit." <laughs> so. If you're, when you're secure about stuff, you can you, joke about stuff. You know, it's not a giggles, big deal. Man. You, you giggle it off. And listen, you got to remember, we came from an, from from a culture where it was our the relationships were arranged marriages. Yep. So it wasn't like love at first sight, or they said, you know, what it was unconditional love, like how it is what we're supposed. Yep. We we learned a little bit different. We didn't learn what they were showing us. What they showed us was we're a family, right? Yep. So, we're keeping things bonded. But they didn't show us like like. I didn't sit there and have like my mom and dad like walk around holding hands and like doing like that. It was like there wasn't there wasn't that like lovey yeah. dovey. They don't they weren't that wasn't part of our culture in the game. We're doing it more now. Yeah, we gross our kids out. We drive them crazy. Yeah, it's funny. Like I like I hear kiss the wife. Like oh, dad, hear, stop that. I hear the niece and nephews like it's funny, but see they see <clears> though, they see a different version of love that we saw. Okay, yep. we we we're presenting to them the real unconditional love. Yeah, and there's still a small, there's going to be a minority that, that got married for all the wrong reasons, and they're lusting and all that other stuff. Of course, it's going to happen. I mean, we're we're cha- we're evolving to everything that's going on around us in this culture, and and that's what I mean. That's some of the stuff that happens to this American culture. And you know what, too, you 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 touched on something very important, and I want to expand on about intimacy, and that's, you know because yeah, <clears throat> it's it's. In our culture, there's the, obviously the taboo of sex before marriage and everything like that. There's it's 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 such a, a strange dynamic because you have the the taboo of no sex before marriage. At the same time, once you get married, they want you to have eighty kids and be a sex machine. You know, right. it's like there's it's a strange dynamic. But in your marriage, it like, intimacy is of course is extremely important. Sure. You know, you said them. You said the key word. It's dynamic. Yep. It's part of the equation of, of, of your symbiotic relationship. Yep. You have to have that. That energy has to flow through you guys. And if it doesn't, it becomes a sour relationship that's just a standstill. That's my point. I, well, well, that's, you know, that's, why, no... that's why you got to feel it from the start. You can't. This, this, is, this is like uh, you can't do it based, you, based off a gut. In, you, I mean, you got to come through. As, as soon as you make that choice. You got to have butterflies in your as, stomach when you're holding a oh, hand or walking. Oh, you know what I'm saying? That feeling. As soon as you make the first choice, say you meet someone. Let's see if it works out one week, two weeks, three weeks. In, as soon as you make that choice to pick up the phone or even look at another girl and say, okay, this might work, it's done. You know, because it's just not going to work. It's not going to be something that uh, that's going to be, you know, in fruition that 
you're just going to be happy with because you're already thinking about other girls. But so if there's that problem in your relationship, there's a lot of I'm deeper talking, things underlying in your relationship. It sounds like you've end. already set up for failure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, you're, if you're that's setting what you're up thinking, for failure, that's not you, the right person. Though. Exactly. That's my point. That's what I'm trying to tell but you. That, if that, you're or if you're in a relationship and it's not doing it for you, but you're just doing it, just you know, uh, you know, I need a companion. Right. This may work. Let me hold on. That being selfish. Getting married for the wrong know, reason. Yep. And that's why when somebody asks me at my age right now why I'm not doing it because I'm not going to do it for the wrong reasons. I'm going to do it for the right reasons. I've dated. I've had close enough counters to almost getting to that point, but I didn't feel it. It wasn't in me. It just I did not have it. And if I would have just done it because my sister was like, come on, please, you know, like, you know, or because I was thinking, oh, my, I'm going to do this for my mom. You know, she's looking down. But I couldn't. Right. And you can never predict when you meet the right person. When Thank it hits you. you, you can't. Thank you. You know what? It's just I, like, it's like success. You, you can't predict success. Well, you can be successful at 20 or you can be successful yeah, at 50. What, hey. It's in her eyes. You could just see in her eyes. Well, okay, here, let me give you guys. And I had a if you can see it, right? <laughs> let me give you guys an example. Um, I was with somebody mm-hmm. that um, his family didn't accept me, mm-hmm. okay, because I am divorced. Okay. And his family didn't like that because he was single, he's never been with anyone, and so on and so forth. Um, going back to our culture, this is what they do. They don't accept you, and they would not let him be with me. I still stayed with him, and he stayed with me, and, you know, we didn't say we were dating, though. But I stayed very, very loyal to the man. Knowing that we were not in a committed relationship, knowing that his family doesn't accept me, I still stayed committed to him. And I have opportunities all the time if I wanted to be with anyone. Why? Because... I felt in my heart, and he, I know how much he loves me, that this was the man that I know I wanted to be with. And it's in your nature for you to stay straight and not right. to go abroad. And, uh, sorry, and to float I around. never looked at another man that That was what way. I'm saying. Because that, he had me there. And that's in your nature. So is it in somebody's DNA that just becomes a cheater because mom may have done it or dad have done it? You know, I don't, think it's, your, I don't think it's your you, DNA. You don't say, or is it just the teachings? Or is it just... But if my, <laughs> if my heart wasn't there, I would have. That's, I would have. If I didn't think... I didn't look at him and say, I can't think about another man... Because he's the only man I think about, then that's why I, w- I couldn't. But if I was with him for other reasons or I felt like he wasn't the one for me, I would have strayed. And that's, that's how I would have known he wasn't the right one. That's, that's the reason why I, I won't date right now. Because I know just that I'm not going to give him my all unless I really feel something comfortable in, in my life is going on. And I can, I can handle that and take that on because you can't half-ass a relationship. No. That's like saying going to buy a business. And working part time just you know to make it succeed, it's not gonna work you know. So, and I might just stick to the route and uh, see if I can maybe possibly impregnate a woman by the end of this year and have a kid out of wedlock. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm sorry. I was I was waiting for all you guys. Just, uh, none of you guys were you even looking at me. Sorry, I, was, I, I said, I said, I said. Yeah. It looks like it looks like the way things are going right now. I'm just I'm projecting by the end of the year I'm going to have a kid out of wedlock. No, uh, you know, not for the fact that I have no paranoia or Femme mistrust Femme or anything. Oh, okay, we got it. Okay, you got it. All right, guys. Bottom line here. Rafa's mouth is bluest can be with blue bubble gum. Before we go go on to um, the interview and uh, interview updates. Interview. The interview on sixty minutes, right? Oh, isn't that one of? Isn't that what we were talking about, Omar? Yeah. The interview on sixty minutes. Yeah, I was just gonna go through that real quick. Yeah. 
The bottom line, the bottom line here, guys, we have to believe in our faith. If you were really strong and deep-rooted in your faith, yep. you would never want to hurt anybody, especially the opposite sex. Someone that okay? you care about. And someone that you care about. You would think twice before you make remarks. You would think twice before you flirt. You would think twice before you go to the strip bar or the regular bar or Meyer or wherever there's the opposite sex at or temptation. You would think twice. So being strong-rooted in your faith... Believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, I think a person can really overcome a lot of obstacles and a lot of temptation and a lot of roadblocks that happen during a relationship and beyond and so forth. Case in point, in the 50s and 60s, 70s, there was always a love in the family because it was a very deep-rooted uh, a culture of, of going to church and, and practicing the right way and following the Ten Commandments and doing everything a, a normal person was doing. You know, you rarely heard of you know divorce rates in, in, in those times. But now it's not like that anymore. It's, it's a, the world's full of sin. A, the world's full of the devil. And if you don't have a deep root in your faith, Ladies, by the way, Steve got a haircut. He looks good. He's single. He is hold red. On. He's but you can't get a faith. driver's license if you go hold out with on, him. Hold on, hold on. He's talking about faith, yet I've never seen him in church before. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to go back to what you Omar, were saying. you've never been in 50, church, too. You're in the parking lot. 50s, 60s, and 70s. Just because there was no divorce, it didn't Please. mean they were in love with each other. Exactly. Just because of the culture didn't allow them to get divorced. doesn't mean... Right. In their heart, they were not divorced. Bottom line here you is... You follow culture too much. Right, bottom line here, do you agree with me we need more faith in relationships? Always. Okay. Not just if, this year. Do you agree with me 60, if there was, if there was a, a, a faithful relationship where the couples went to church together and prayed together and talked about Jesus and the scriptures and things like that? Do you think there would be more a chance of, of the person you know, uh, being a rebel or, or rebelling or, or getting mad one night and doing something stupid? You're stating the obvious, brother. It's not about the obvious. Yeah, and it then is. the obvious thing is we need to more have more uh, faith in, in, in relationships. We need to teach that. We need the church to come out to the young girls. Stop. Do we not need, blame the church. We need, I used to think like that. The church does preach. Nobody listens. The church, the church, the girls are listening these days. No. I've seen an abundance of these girls putting on their Facebook and Instagram pictures of Jesus, quotes, everything. They're reciprocating. But you oh, now Facebook to... is good. Listen, <laughs> listen, am I married? Am I married? I don't know. So are what you? are you talking about right now? Wait a minute. You're talking about Facebook, and they're posting pictures of Jesus and talking about Jesus. Exactly. Let me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, and I hope some of these girls are listening. Okay, you're talking about the girls, right? Take it away, Omar. They're preaching God. They're not living God. Don't wow. talk to me about that. Wow. Don't tell me about that. You know, that. honestly, I understand that. I'm, I'm one of those people, I don't really, you know, I'm not, as far as like staying in, you know, and all that stuff and reading scripture and staying in church all the time and everything. Not all the time. Well, anybody to me, what it comes down to is anybody can be holy in between those doors is how you treat people when you get out of there. Right. That's why. And how you act when you get out of there. God don't put on a show. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. If we took the time to get the community more involved in the faith as far as uh, uh, relationships and, and what they mean and how how uh, important they are to someone's life. 
and how can how they can make you or break you in your life and your spirit. We need to teach the that. Rafa, I want to hear you. Not to do a lot of things. Do you follow everything? It's the not about doing a lot of question. things. Hold on. It's not about Hold doing on. a lot of things. Hold on. I asked you a question. Do you do everything that the church tells you to do? Absolutely not. Okay, so why would you put that on the girls? Oh, the church. It's needs not the girls. The church, it's the guys. No, the girls. The girl. Guys, vice okay, versa. Both, male, both, female. That's fine. The church does preach. Doesn't mean people are receiving it well. I, you know what? I don't. I, what, uh, what, uh, how do they preach? Can you tell me how do they preach? What do they do to preach? Can you tell me? Do you go to church? Well, tell me what they do to preach. Do you go to church? Tell me what they do to Forget the church. How about the Bible? Do you read the Bible? Well, do you read the Bible? I, I have tried. a question. I have a question. Um, Who hasn't read the Bible? Church does teach the right things. I got if a Bible on my phone. If you're following in the right ways. A lot of people are going to church, though, for the wrong reasons, and that's very sad to say, but it's very true. Just because they're at church and just because they're listening to Mass, it doesn't mean that they're following the teachings of God. But you're right about that, but as long as they're going, hopefully, mm-hmm. it will sink in. Well, it's about what's in your heart. You something, just like a bad habit, for example. Me and Omar debate sometimes mm-hmm. about this. If I'm trying to lose weight and I need to exercise and I continue to exercise, but I'm not dieting right, dude, does that mean mm-hmm. I should stop exercising or should I continue? And hopefully that will win over, hey, now I need to diet because I'm exercising for nothing. Either stop exercising, right. stop exercising, or eat right to make that exercise count. But, so it will come a point where they have to choose. But you, can't, you can control yourself and not others. For example, why is it that when I walk into a church, what happens? As soon as I walk down the aisle, get my, you know, get the bread, get my piece thing, walk down. It's all you start seeing in the aisles, in between the seats, in between the chairs. Every holy woman or lady or, or man or woman that goes to church every single Sunday is the one that's talking about me because I'm walking down the aisle. Oh, she's divorced. Oh, she's divorced. There's a saying. This is weird. That's, ahead, that's one reason that I feel like our culture puts this bearing on us and puts this, this, Blindness that we have, or a, like a, I don't know what to call it. This is very blindness. <laughs> <laughs> this is very hard to live by, but listen to this carefully. What people think of you is none of your business. I was just going to say that exact right, same quote. But but that makes you feel like you don't want to be a part of that. No, that should make you feel stronger and say, you know what? How do I overcome that? Why? What this guy or this girl thinks of me affects who I am. Do you know why it does? Going back to the relationship that I was in. His family doesn't accept me because of the things they've heard from other Chaldeans because other Chaldeans want to run and say, oh, she's divorced. Not knowing who I am, not knowing where I come from, not knowing what type of person I am, because I could be an angel. But if you stop going to church, you're giving in into what they're no, already perceiving you to. Not stop to going to church, but I don't need to go to a Chaldean church. That's what I mean. Stop. You should do the opposite. You should focus on the positive. Focus on the positive until, you know what, one day they're going to say, my God, as hard as I try to knock this person down, they keep getting Plus, anyway, always true about our culture, but it's not. I, I, know, I, will, I will definitely agree with you on that. There is a lot of negativity, but I just think that basically at the end of the day, you got to delete anybody that's got negative energy around you out of your life. Oh, I mean, yeah. no matter, right. at the end of, especially, you know what? Like, I'm getting older now, and I'm like, I really, it's funny, I've been, I always, especially the last couple of years, I've like, anybody who's got any kind of negative energy, I just 
zero to do with him. But that, we're talking right. about walking into a church. But yeah. church-wise, like you said, focus on Jesus and walk out. That's but, but you know what? Do. If she goes to American church, that's fine, too, or goes right. to other but church. No, no, I'm not against that. Yeah. As long as you're going to church, who cares where you're going? But the reason she left the Cal, maybe she loves the Chaldean church. The reason she's leaving it is because how they see her from the outside. You but if there's a level. Focus on Jesus. If you want to stop these people from talking. You can't. No, by you walking out, you make them win. Then they're going to move on to the next person because it's in their nature. I don't Let agree. Them I talk think she's... about the next. But if you know. keep going forward, be the pioneer, be the first person. Continue uh, focusing on the positive. I, if you but have leave me, you're going to turn out a lot. If you have a cause, that might be ideal. But you know what? Other than that, I'm sorry, man, but this community makes it extremely difficult, close to impossible to, to do what you're talking about. Because why? It's not even possible or impossible. The thing that discourages you is because deep down you know their shit is needless. There's no point to it, but they still do it. That's really that's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. That's the deep root that pisses you off. Is you know that what they're talking about, what they're whispering about, it doesn't need to exist. Right. Especially that's what in the sets church. you off. It's negative. Look, she's feeling negative energies. All it is, and she's feeling the negativity of people. You know, our community does like to talk. They like to talk or whatever, but. If you feel uncomfortable every time you come to church, then you need to go to a different. I mean, but I don't blame you for likes going to, to talk about things. negative stuff. Yeah, that's the thing. We don't like to talk about positive things. How many times will you be at a gathering and 50 I'm sorry, I take that back. 90% of the conversations are about negative things. And that's why I walk away. Is- Oh, did you hear so-and-so happen? Did you hear what happened to so-and-so? Never you hear what Rafa did? Positive. Why? Why is that what our culture has come to? <laughs> I make it a point out of my, me, my family, anyone that's around, don't talk negative about anyone. I don't care who it is. I don't care what it is. None of us are perfect. So you're fighting don't it speak back. about anyone Thank in a negative way. But you can't because it's like a disease that keeps spreading in our community. You love to talk about negative things. It could be true. It could be false. It, it doesn't matter what it is. You will take that and build it into something bigger that was never even there in the first place. I'm not, I'm not that way, though. I'm the opposite. In fact, my wife always makes fun of me. They go, would you freaking quit living in this dream world? I'm like, you know what? I don't really care. I hate care. it because growing up, honestly, Junior knows me. I was one of, like, I didn't go anywhere at all. I wasn't allowed to go anywhere. I got married. I did the right things. I, I, <laughs> I, I did everything right growing up. I didn't get married to get a divorce. Those were never my intentions. But I was in a miserable marriage. I had to get out. And I did get out. And what happened in the end, I ended up being the bad person. Well, I got a question for you guys. Here's the big one. Do you guys think that going along these lines, and we spoke about how in the old days things were so great because couples stayed together forever. But as Raf had made a great point, a lot of them stayed together because they didn't know any better and they had no choice. Do you think that if you're unhappy in marriage, forget about cheating, forget about all that stuff. But if you're an unhappy person in that way, should you just stay together to stay together? I think breaking up is the Juara thing to do. No, the Catholic <laughs> Church tells you not to divorce. Okay. But let's just say you're not happy and life you're, you're getting older and you're not happy. Do you just I stay that way? Say, I mean, I'm not married, so I, I shouldn't. But you always got to focus on the kids first. Right. Like the kids let's do say you don't have kids. That's different. I mean, you know what? You got to try every, all your heart. You try your best, well, but let's the just bottom say... bottom of your heart, you try your best. And if it doesn't work, then... Let's say you're a completely positive person, and the person that you're with, something happens in their life, they become completely negative. They start a positive, but something went bad, or 
they lost family members and something. They became completely negative in yeah, their views of life. But let's say I, then after, if that, if that's let's say you're going 10, 20 years down the line and you can't, and it's just grading you down mentally. You sit, you try to work it out, and you continue to tackle the issue. You don't say, oh, I'm going to let it go, and hopefully. No, no, I'm not saying out. just, ah, forget you about it. You continue to tackle it, tackle it, tackle it, and if there's no resolution, then. I agree, and that's what I did. And I did that. And honestly, I one of our Chaldean priests told me that he will personally file my divorce for me. Wow. Because of my situation. I need your but situation people don't know so I can that. go all over Facebook and talk but, about you. But, you know, people don't know that and don't understand that and don't want to know that. And it's, and it's I would respect you more if you came and asked me what happened or what my situation was before you turned around and talked about me. Because I know that person that's talking about me is ten times worse than the next person. Or they could have called Junior. <laughs> you know what? Focus on God. Let it be all about God and your kids. Exactly. That's exactly. it. And everything will fall into place. Yeah. I know it's well, easy. There's a pro- wait a minute. There's a problem with that, too. I mean, as far as like with the kids, if you always focus on the kids, you have to focus on you and your you and your wife or you know, your spouse also because a lot of times, too, let's face it, what happens is the if if the only fo- if the mom only focuses on her motherly duties of the kids and neglects the husband, they start to drift apart. You have to be focused on your relationship and put things into it mm-hmm. to keep you together. Because if you're only worried about everything for the kids, the kids, of course you love your kids. Of course you're going to take care of them and do everything. But you have to make time for your spouse, or else that'll make you drift apart. If you're if the husband is never getting attention from his wife because the wife but is why? always worried about the kids 24 hours a day, why that that means that's not really worried about the kids. That's a disease. I'm sorry. I totally disagree. No, love is then you not love. Love is, is not defined by loving the kids as one love and loving your husband. No, it is if two you things. you have God's love in your heart, it should go Forget on. Forget about that idealistic view, uh, Rafid. It doesn't is, work that, that is, way. That is idealistic. That's idealistic. It does How not. can you say that? You have to love? have, listen, it, because you still have to have time together. You have to have time as a couple. It's Why just, isn't she loving the husband? you got to give me a reason. No, I'm saying if the wife only dedicates Why? herself to, uh, listen, hold on one second, because in our culture it teaches you a lot of times to only focus on the kids. One thousand. I don't know about that. You're wrong. Guys, I think the bottom line here is we all have to look out for each other. We all have. You can't go to Where your the buddy. Hell you keep coming up with your um, bottom line. Listen, listen, Omar. You had about ten bottom to, lines in the last fifteen minutes. We have to encourage minutes. each other. If, if my buddy is married, and I'm taking him to the bar with me, I'm not going to introduce him to females and try to get him laid. We have to do the right thing. Hey, you're here to have fun. You don't need to talk to her. What are you doing? All right, tell me back off. Hold on, we have on. to we want, take care of each other. Yeah, I want to hear a female's opinion on this. I was just saying to Rafa that another sometimes thing that happens between couples is that, like, if they get married and they have a kid, then the wife's focus all shifts to the kid. Of course you love your kid. But if all your focus, hold on, Rafa, if all your focus is on the kid and she neglects the husband, because there is an important bond between husband and wife, the husband will look elsewhere. The hu- exactly. That's my point. Is you have to. But there's my a balance. question is this: oh. How can a woman, if you have a good husband, how can you sit here and tell me she can focus all her love on the kids and not the husband? There's got to be a reason why. No, she's not focused because on the in our culture we're we're taught to. It's all about the kids. There has to be a balance. But there's that respect. She still loves her husband. Maybe she doesn't. She does love him, but if the she's, American way, buying them flowers or forget about the American rose way. Rose petals. Look, no, there's women. The there's line. women that what happens? You have you been married? No. Okay. So, what happens is after a woman has kids, sometimes you don't feel 
as good as you felt before you had children. Maybe you don't feel as beautiful. Maybe you don't feel you look as great. So then you kind of let yourself go sometimes. Some women, some women, you kind of let yourself go. What happens when you let yourself go? You don't care anymore about your sex appeal. If you don't care about your sex appeal, you don't care about providing that sexual relationship to your husband because you don't feel too good anyways and you're just concentrating more on the kids you look like hell your husband comes home i've had a crazy day don't bother me not now not now and and you're just not you don't care you don't want that from your husband question yeah do you have unattractive friends yes would it change if they were attractive or unattractive would your friendship change it's different. Hold on. But Marriage is completely different than friends, dude. No, I was talking because, to her, sir. You know what it is? No, I asked I'm your question. You are attractive and then becoming unattractive. If you're already unattractive, no, of course not. Let's say they're attractive, they became unattractive. Your friends. If sometimes their personality might change because yep. they're. So it's about the personality. Right. So there's something wrong with the wife. Nope. If she's not loving the husband because she brought that on to herself. No. Nope. That's what I'm trying to tell you. But there's the husband, be a reason. there's another side to that she story, though. She focuses more on the kids. There's another side to, to the story. It's the husband's also should be the guy who, who, you know, there's that time after they have a, a child where they feel less attractive, like you said, their body's still getting back to where they want it to be. Then that's your job also to encourage them and remind them of who they are and take them out and do things mm-hmm. just you two. There's got to be date night for just you two mm-hmm. and have a babysitter and go out that and do That is together. my point. Something went wrong somewhere. The husband There's didn't care. The wife didn't care. You cannot sit and tell, oh, she loves the kids all her heart. I'm not saying. Something went wrong somewhere for her to be in that position. If you allow, again, sometimes people don't realize it, that they allow it to get that intense where – it's all about yeah. their kid 24 hours, but it's still important that there's a balance between you and your spouse and you and your spouse and your children. There's a balance there you need there's to strike. There's also the first-time moms. Yeah. There's a lot now that I see are so, so overprotective of their kids to the point yeah. where no one can even touch their kids. They're like, wash your hands, do this first. They yeah. will not leave their kid alone for two minutes. Those moms are the ones that do neglect their husbands because they won't leave their kid with a babysitter. They won't leave them with anybody. They have to be 24 hours with their kid. And I've seen those moms. And, yeah, I can see where that would cause a situation in the relationship because there is no husband and wife time. Yeah, there's got to be a healthy balance. Well, we got 10 minutes left. We got to uh, go to a quick quick, uh, uh, live update with what's happening back home. But uh, real quick, I want to touch on uh, the interview that took place on 60 Minutes this past Sunday. Who saw it? I did not. Not me I either. Didn't. I didn't. I'm either. sorry. Steven? You're flying solo. Yeah. Wonderful you... interview. Would you like me to play it? Uh, no, we no, don't No, I, I think most of our listeners have listened to it. Who was it with? It was with uh, Bishop Bashar Warder from uh, from Iraq. I worked with that bishop. And this guy is a general, I tell you right now. This guy is doing amazing things. Now, he is really one of those generals that he gets in and gets muddy with the people and doing all that work. Just a couple of quick updates. Uh, one... As we know, we talked about we have mercy in all these clinics, and we're trying to help the Yazidi community. There's 400,000 of them that are not getting any kind of medical attention, and a lot of them are developing skin disease, chicken pox. So I want to say that now we are going to help them with a monthly uh, – every month we're going to try to give them some funding to get some of these doctors to go from camp to camp, and today – I think we got us a, a, an ambulance slash vehicle donated where we don't have to purchase it for them. 
and they can go from every day to a, a different clinic. Remember, 400,000 people are not getting hardly any, any medical attention. Um, as far as in, in Iraq, nothing is really going on. People still, you know, hardly anything changed, and I still blame the Iraqi government for not stepping up and taking care of these people, and I will always point my finger there. That's their responsibility. Iraq is a rich, rich country. You might not see it today, but they have money, believe me. Shame on them to let all these people to live in tents, caravans, and this is, Iraq is ours. We were there before Arabs, Islam, whatever you want to say, we were there first. And they and they need us, believe it or not. They really need us to show the world, oh, yeah, we're tolerant, we're this, we're that. Yet, they cannot take care of their own people. It's a shame. Are you saying you want a safe haven now? It's not about a safe haven, man. I'm about give them that money. Give them what they promised them, $800 a month. Short term. Whatever it is, sure. $800 a month, they can build their life right back up within a year, buy a house, and, and maybe not buy a house, but... Take care of matters, the business. Rafa, what's the practical solution? Let's think practically right now. What's the practical solution to what's going on? I don't know, man. Being Christian in that part of the world, it's it's nearly impossible. I can't answer. Is every Christian threatened all the time, or what's the safe haven? Not all the, the time, but areas? throughout time they will be threatened. What are the safe haven areas right now available? What there? safe haven? I don't, I don't know. You know what? I mean, are there places like Unless near... it's protected 100 or 1,000 million percent. We talk about, for example, Israel is in the middle of... Everywhere they have the one of the strongest armies in the world, and yet all their kids have to do army duty, and they're living. I don't want to say in fear, whatever, but it's hard, man. It's hard when people are gunning for you. Well, the Middle East has always been in turmoil. I just can't see it ever changing. I mean, it's been throughout history. It's kind of it's always been ironic that the most uh, religious area in the world is the most violent. Right. I mean, here I am, 30 years old, and I've never been able to go back to my old country and visit it. I never remember a time where it was safe enough for me to actually go back there. I mean, maybe little times here and there, a six-month stretch or something, but never enough time where I could plan a vacation to see my homeland. And I feel like some of our roots get lost because of that. You know, they, did, they are getting lost. What they're doing, they're trying to wipe our history. You know, but then again, you know what? This is where our faith is yep. being tested. Mm-hmm. What's more important, your history, your land, or your faith? Your faith. You know what? Our faith, Jesus was born and lived in Jerusalem, yet our center is Rome right now. You know, our faith grew throughout the world. Jerusalem is not our base, correct? So we make the best of it. That's, I call us the Easter people. So... You know, the resurrection people, the new beginning people, the new life. You take us from anywhere and throw us anywhere else, we will make a life out of that, as long as you believe in God. That's that's my opinion. So I always say move the Christians wherever you want, but you move them away from their home, but God's in their heart, so. That's right. (laughs) It reminds me of a video. I've always been smart. It reminds me of a video I watched the other day of a little girl um, in Iraq at one of the camps. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I've been to that camp. Did you see the little girl um, that kept saying? It's called Ankawama. We forgive them. We forgive forgive them. them That one I have a video I haven't posted yet. Passing presents to all these kids. It was a little bit cheesy because I I hugged and kissed every kid that I uh, gave a present to. And we gave them coats when we send those coats. It's called Ankawama. I've been Mm. there. I... It's... um, 
was an old mall, and they sectioned it off where people are living. Are, so let's say that where they're in the safe havens right now with these complexes built for them to live. Do any of them have jobs or anything they could do? What's what, like what kind of life are they because able to have? It's in Kurdistan. Um, first of all, for example, in Erbil, 60,000 displaced Christians there. So imagine Detroit, already bad economically. You put fifty to 60,000 extra people in there. Where are you going to find them jobs? Even if you find them jobs, they don't speak Kurdish as one. you got to learn to trade. A lot of these people come from villages, farming is mainly their thing, or schools, whatever. So again, they don't have computer skills. They don't. Uh, they don't speak Kurdish. It's really difficult. And they come into the society. This is a socialist country. We don't have. They don't have the opportunities that we do here. They depend a lot on the government, yeah, and they should. You're bought. All the oil that you know, the, the yeah. revenue from the oil, it should take care of these people. The free health care, water, all that. But they don't. So at the end of the day, we just got to get them out of there and get them here, really. I mean, that's really the only solution. If you're in a socialist environment and there's no way that you'll ever, work, you'll ever move into another class. I mean, if, you're, if you can't move into I'm another class. on Facebook. This is Mark talking, not me. No, all I'm saying is we do need to, because if you, it, look, if you're born into a situation where you cannot move up in the class or you can't make any improvements in your life, then spiritually, you're, even spiritually, it's going to be hard not to be dead. Spiritually uh, annihilated. I don't care how faithful you are. If you can't have a job to make you feel useful, you can't do anything positive, and all you do is wake up in the morning and have nothing to do, it crushes your spirit. We need to get them out of there. There's got to be a, a carrot dangling in front of your nose of things you can accomplish in your life, Sp- besides spiritually in church. Mark, I know this is going to piss a lot of people off. Most of them want to leave. The problem is all these laws and regulations of the Western countries – it's a shame, man. Our yeah. people, the number one thing I saw, and I keep telling people this, is their rights. They don't have any rights, whether yeah. they're in Jordan, Turkey, Iraq. And I really believe this in my heart. For example, in Jordan or Turkey, they're waiting on these visas because the UN allows so many. Mm-hmm. I really, really think these governments keep the Christians last to leave because we are peaceful. They do spend money. They're not allowed to work. I'm talking about Jordan, for example. Yeah. You're not allowed to work. You're allowed to spend money and put money in the economy that you get from outside, whether you helping your relatives or whatever they may get it from, right? If you're the Jordanian government, who would you rather push out of your country first? The extremists who are causing you trouble or the good Christians who are not doing anything to your country except help it financially? Yeah, they want to hold on to those guys. Right? And that were, again, no rights. Because we're peaceful, we're getting punished for it. Yeah. Same yeah. thing in Iraq. A lot of them are um, entitled three, four, five months of pay from the government? Nothing. Who's going to speak up? They're already displaced and they're living in Kurdistan. That's another whole, uh, another topic, you know, between Kurdistan and the central government. So they don't have no rights. Hopefully now through the justice team, through Help Iraq, the lawyers, we're going to try to work really hard. I mean, it's funny that everyone always, the first thing that comes to mind whenever you speak about amnesty is always to, you know, Hispanics and stuff like that. But, I mean, there has to be a a consideration for amnesty for our people to come here. Like you said, now you told me ideal world, you're living in an ideal world. Yeah, yeah, because, but why is it that 
like we said, I mean, they should bring them all to Mexico and have them cross the border. Right. And all yeah. Right. Yeah. They come over. in for free then. Yeah. Just run over. Seriously. I I've mean, always there's said only that. signs in the middle of their freeways in San Diego with people running across the street. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen those? Mm-hmm. I'm, there are signs on their freeways of a family running across the street. Like, beware. Caution. Wow. Family running yes, me. We have caution yes. deer. <laughs> yes, mean I have never seen anything. Just so you know. <laughs> Stop making yeah. fun of blind people. Okay. We uh we got to wrap things up. As usual, we want to tell everybody, uh please visit www.helpiraq.org. That's www.helpiraq.org. Or mercy.helpiraq.org. Make a donation. Make a difference in, in somebody's life. Uh, it's a great, great cause, great program, great website. Beautiful topic today, Yasmin. You did great. Thank you, thank Yasmin, you. for being a special guest host. Mark, thank, thank you for once thank again you, agreeing with me. Uh, and, I hate agreeing uh, with Rafa. Yes, me. Thanks. We're making it exciting, and uh, I'll buy you a ticket to Saudi Arabia, buddy. I think you're fit over there. <laughs> yes, me. Thanks for the uh, the woman's view on all the stuff. Because it's always nice to have that settling factor here. I Omar gives us Plus, Rafa didn't go crazy today because there was a woman in the house here. So. Why? I do that one. Thanks, guys. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.